I'm going to give you a five. Yeah. I'm going to give you a four. Yeah. A three follows that. Yeah. And then a two. Yeah. And then you know what's coming. It's a one. I do. And there we go. Welcome, yo, to the veteran gamers. Juju, Ginny, how the fellas will tell you about every single game that you play this week. News, reviews, and an indie pick. Stew story time and Ginny's game breakers. Here comes Duke with the sound by saviors. It's the veteran gamers. It's the veteran gamers. It's the veteran gamers. It's the veteran gamers. that console off before you have to press repeat, yo. Hello and welcome to episode 640 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Woo! Six foot, clap, 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 clap. Yeah, Duke's not here, you might know. Duke's he's, not here. He's not, but I'm here, I'm Stu. Yep, and uh, Duke's dead, and I'm here, Chinny. Chinny. So we need someone to feel... The void, big shoes, big shoes to fill, shoe. Yeah, big shoes. Who big have shoes. we got? I don't know. Introduce yourself. Who is it? And I am Fraser. Yeah, it with, is. With, with probably disappointing size shoes. Yeah. No, not at all. Not at all. I reckon you're probably a bigger shoe size than do. What size shoes do you take? Oh. <laughs> Just ask him. No, Jesus this is this Christ. is what I thrive on. Let's talk about shoe sizes. Wow. Yeah, what shoe size are you? I, 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 you know what the honest answer is? I'm not exactly sure. Because... What? So, whoa, 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 whoa. So, you go in a shoe shop to buy some shoes and you go, what size of shoes is that? I don't know. No, because I used to be, I'll a, try them on. I'm pretty sure I used, I was an eight and a half in the UK. Right. But then I moved over here and they're slightly different. They're like nines or nine and a halves. And I also find it doesn't matter what, if I aim for nines, sometimes nine and a halves fit. If I aim for nine and a half, <laughs> sometimes nines fit. So. Brilliant. I, I can't, I, I don't know, eight, eight and a half. It's just potluck. You just get some shoes and hope they fit you. My, big, hope they fit my, you, yeah. my big shoe debate um, is whether I order size 11s or size 10 and a half. Oh, I tell you what, to order what you order shoes, like to be delivered. Yeah, I don't, I haven't bought clothes or shoes in real in life for shop. years. Oh, wow. I would never buy shoes delivered. I got to try them on. No, everything... but you can if they don't fit, you just send them back. It's a problem. Yeah, but, yeah, but what a what a palaver. Yeah, no, yeah, not no, these days. No. You, know, you just take them to the wherever, drop them off, and they're gone. It's free. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, it's fine. I'm with Chini on this. I must admit, it's a while since I bought shoes in a shop. It is a while. The idea of going into a shop and touching things <laughs> just <laughs> and that was before COVID. That's nothing to do with COVID. He just yeah. doesn't want to touch things in shops. <laughs> so I, COVID's over, though, Stu. Have you not read, oh, yeah. well, have you not read the, the news? Does like everybody's, it It's all finished now? No, there is no COVID. No one there has is COVID, no COVID anymore. I don't know. No. What's it like over in, um, in Canada? It's just, it's just the cold. Uh, we, just, uh, we just lifted our mask mandates. Right. Um, but, well, but as far as I'm officially standing, we have about a third of the death rate of the US and the UK. You guys are generally neck and neck and your deaths per million we're pretty good we're pretty good yeah, yeah no the olympics we, we want to be the best no, at yeah it's not the olympics guys. it's either america or britain that usually wins yeah 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 very yeah. impressive so we're so we've you know sometimes we've the a, chinese sometimes in that respect we've done okay i guess but we mm. just lifted our mask mandates and 
the numbers are through the roof again. Yes. My son had it last week. They're not. It's all a fallacy. There's no such thing. Do you not know? No, no. It's not so, real. So, so not the, real. Our, our thing now is everybody's pretending like it never happened. Never happened. Right. But right. everybody's got it. Yeah, everyone's got it. Like everybody has it. It's like yeah. literally today, my little niece, three years old, she has it. I was with her all day pretty much yesterday. So we're just going to pretend that I wasn't. So you might her. get it again. Well, I had it like soon. within 90 days, so I don't think... Yeah, I think it I'm doesn't immune. matter that. They don't, it doesn't care because now it's Omicron BA2.4 or I something. I don't know. <laughs> but no one cares anymore. Price, no one because cares. now you've got to pay for the tests. Yeah. Everybody's like, I pay for the tests. Oh, we so, don't have to do that yet, no. No one cares. Everybody in England or the UK... I don't think you seen... cared beforehand, did you? That was the thing. We, we, no, we, no were, we're, on a th- we're on thin ice with it, yeah. I mean, <laughs> No one cares. Like, about a year ago, because like, the third lockdown, which was, like, the, the January to May 2021 one, we all kind of cared then, but now no one cares. No, no one cares. No one cares about it No now. one cares. It's just, if but, you've got it, just go on for a couple of days. Get on with it, it's fine. But... Here's the thing, you see, I think they're onto something here because this is what Kay's dad uh, suggested right at the very beginning, all of this. If they don't test for it, they won't find any. Yeah. That's that was his philosophy. If you, if you don't test for it, then it doesn't exist. It's so like it's, um, Mitch Edberg uh, told a joke. He, ta- he, he, ta- he doesn't take the AIDS test. He takes the roundabout AIDS test. So he asks all his friends, do you know anybody with AIDS? And if they say no, then he's fine because they know him. Brilliant. So who knew? Who knew? Yeah. Anyway, that's nothing to do with video games, and we very rarely talk. Well, I've about got the name of the show AIDS. Yeah, I don't know whether that's happening, but anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I I had a bit of a, a little problem this week. I had some fun with Microsoft this week. Are you, are you going to enjoy this phrase or a, a live like story? A time story with, yeah, absolutely. Phrase, you, I, you can, you. I mean, usually when a guest comes on, we'd ask about you. Oh, yeah, don't worry you. about that. No, you, I need to get how this, are you doing? I need to get this out of the way because I'm not a happy chappy. Right. Okay. Because, right, okay, this all started. It's, well, to be fair, I don't know, you might be listening. It's Millie's fault. Bloody, and I just say, this is all Millie's fault. Because she decided this week that she was going to cancel her Game Pass. All right. And I currently share her Game Pass because she already had it. So I thought she just made my, you know, whatever you do with your consoles or whatever so that I could use her Game Pass. And then she decided she's going to cancel it. So I have to get my own Game Pass, which is a slight pain, right? But I thought, no problems. So it goes online to look and it says first month for a pound for Ultimate. So I'm like, oh, that's all right. Yeah. I'll have that for a pound. And then obviously $10.99 a month thereafter. So signs up. And then I get charged ten ninety nine, right? So I'm like, hold up a minute. It's meant to be a pound. Why is it not a pound? I mean, most people in this situation, Fraser, would go, oh, well, who gives a shit? Fuck that shit, right? So, no, I... well, I don't know. you got to find out why, haven't you? Yeah, why am I? Why is it costing me £10? I'll give you £9, pounds, Stu, if you want In this pound. day and age, Chinny, right, when electricity's through the roof and fucking petrol costs you like an arm and a leg, Listen, £10, when everybody zigs, I zag. So I've been just telling you, you not my... <laughs> Just I wish you're... I could be so frivolous with the cash. No, just because eh? you're been, doing, all right. doing all right. He's doing all right, isn't he? No, no, no. Everything's a struggle. Uses... Like we're on the poverty line. But you know, let's turn it up. Chinny uses ten pound notes to heat his house. He just burns them. Yeah. He just burns ten pound notes. That's what he does. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, so I'm like, right. Well, I'll I'll go on the chat. 
you know, I'll just cut, you know, because that's the easiest thing. Do this online chat that everyone fucking does these days when you want to complain about something. You sound so old, but carry on. Oh, but right. This is the thing, right? So it's like, choose a topic, right? So I'm like, oh, one of them was subscriptions. So I'm like, that must be the one. So I clicks on that. And then it goes, uh, well, choose a subheading for this topic. So I put something like billing. And then it went, Which go, to this, go to this link. It won't let you talk to hello. anyone. It won't let you talk. <laughs> oh, hey, up. We got to. Oh, she's bringing food. That's always a good thing. Stu, Stu watches the fucking YouTube. I do. He's I'm watching sorry, the second. Yeah, yeah, you're on the delay. Bye. Was it toast? Did you bring some toast? It's banana bread. Oh, oh banana, banana bread. bread. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I like bananas. Nice. Anyway, so so it wouldn't actually put me through to a, a real fucking person. He's still on the chat prize. So, all right, we'll get through know, it. Boom. So it, it's giving me all this bullshit, right? You can't talk to someone. Just click on this link and that'll sort out your billing issues, right? I'm like, no, I want to talk to a person because I can't explain it. And it won't, right? It won't let me. So in the end, yeah. I had to click on, I have a charge that I don't recognize. Yeah. You see, because that's like fraud or something. So then I get a person eventually, right? I get this person, right, called Laynette. Lay- it couldn't be the more American name, Laynette. So I was like, right, Laynette. Let's get this all out, right? So I, I, oh, I think I'm, oh, there you go. I paused for a second then, did I? I don't know. I feel like so, I'm watching a madman. Like, uh, like, just let, look, if you let me get through this, it'll be a lot quicker. I'm trying. I promise. So, so anyway, I go through all the gist with Laynette and I yeah. say it should have been a fan. But in addition to that, the day before I've been charged $7.99 for my PC game pass, right? Oh. So no, I had seven nine and the day after ten nine nine and I didn't even get a refund for the seven nine nine. Oh, so like, oh, criminal! And it had all I like, bumped it all together into one game pass, right? I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? So I put all this stuff out, and she took ages, ages, ages. Oh, right? Lynette, Lynette, Lynette was fucking bitch. slow. And then every time she came back, she went, "I'm really impressed with your patience, right?" She kept, right. "Yeah, thank you, Stuart, for being so patient." Right? She took forever. I just need to check something else. I just need to check something else. Right? This went on for forty minutes. I know. I mean, what is she doing? Forty minutes. All I wanted was like me ten quid because there should have been a pound, and obviously me seven ninety nine refund for fucking. I feel right, like this story so. has taken forty minutes. Oh, I'm telling you, right? So anyway, goes for all this stuff, and then at the end. She comes back and she went, oh, I'm really sorry. Uh, because you already had Game Pass for PC, you don't qualify for the one pound introduction. Like I could have told you that. For a- well, shut up. <laughs> but I thought, well, it's not on console, right? So that had happened, right? And then she said, um, but the 799 has been rolled over. So when you look at your renewal date, it's actually in June. It would have been helpful for them to actually let you know that, not just fucking take two payments and not say, oh, by the way, we've had an extra month on at the end for you. So I was like, right, okay. So I was like, I, t- I still don't agree with it because, you know, I've never had it on console before and all this bullshit, right? And then she said, well, here's what I can do for you. Oh, right? you like those words, don't you, right? Here's you what like I that, can uh, do put, for you. you, you right? So I was thinking, like went, yeah. here we go, here we yeah, go. She's going to say, right, yeah. I'll, give you, I'll give you 10 pounds back or whatever, right? Again, she was gone for about another five minutes. I'm like, well, she she almost left me hanging on the ear. You know what she was doing? She was finishing <laughs> a donut or something. She's like, ah. okay, well, here's what I'll do I for can, you, right? So I'm like, I so then I tied, guy on the line. I tied, well, what are you going to do? From right? Australia? What a fucking back. asshole. And then she comes back and this is what she said. Uh, if you like, I can cancel your game pass and give you a refund. I was like, what? 
I'm like, I don't want to cancel the game pass. I just want some, you know. And then she's like, well. You want what's owed to you. Exactly. You know she, said? she said, if you like, I, I can if just. If you like, I can just cancel can just it and give you a refund. End this and fuck yeah, you. end this and That's fuck you. That's what she said. And well, I she finished like, it. She put you she, on hold. I ate a donut. 50 went, minutes at this point. She fucking came back. 50 minutes. She came back and pretty much said, for nothing. I don't, I don't need you as a customer. Mm. No, fuck you, right? <laughs> so I said, and she said, I'm sorry, but there's nothing else I can do. Right. So I came back and said, well, I don't want to cancel the game pass, but I think, you know, as a goodwill gesture, there is definitely something you could have done, but I'm guessing it's all about the money. <laughs> so that's what I put. <laughs> oh, I bet I, she didn't sleep. <laughs> She came back and she went, I'm a gamer too. I know exactly how you feel, but that's just the way it is. I bet, I bet she went to bed that night, I'm tossing like, and turning, Stu. I bet she couldn't Ugh. sleep. I was like, fuck you. So I'm just like, well, and then, you know, when it goes, how do, how was this call? How did you like this call? You know, they asked you to rate it. One star I gave. Stu, <laughs> you maverick. <laughs> oh, you I can't thought. do that. And he said, did, did, we, did we solve your issue today? I'm like, no, you did not. <laughs> Poor old Lynette. I know, Lynette's got it in the... I was just like, fuck off. I imagine, Fraser, oh. that this was top news in the Fowler household. Like, he was, probably honestly. I was, couldn't I wait was to tell livid. Kay about this. Fucking livid I was. Well, I, I mean, it's tough when you got to go up with these customer service things. I had it today. I tell you, I've had my, my sweats on today because my Ooh. internet went down a few hours ago. Oh, shit. I'm so sorry, Fraser. And uh, so I phoned them up. And I'm like, come on, we've had problems with this before. We've changed the modem like you asked. You know, we checked the cables, da, da, da. And and she says, okay, well, I'll get you in touch with Bell, who's the line provider. And we'll put a ticket in with them. So, and they'll call you. They're pretty good. They call you within the hour. So they called me within the hour. It was an automated message going, please get in touch with your internet service provider. Thank you. And (laughs) straight straight away, I got caught in this loop. Yo, yo. It's just like going from like a boomerang. Honestly, from one place honestly. To it's, and it's just oh about managing like I, the whole afternoon. I was like, I got to manage the stress on this. Otherwise, I'm going to send myself to an early grave here. But luckily, it came back. Customer service in faith. this day and age is horrendous, isn't it? It's just a. I mean, don't get me wrong. She seemed lovely. She seemed lovely, but flip me. And then just out of interest, although I'm not going to tell this whole story, but I had an issue with an Airbnb booking. So I phoned their customer services and it put me through to someone in America, which was just weird. <laughs> it's just, hello, Stuart, how can I help you? Yeah. I was like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> hello? Where was the booking? Uh, Wally Bridge. We're going in a week. <laughs> so the booking's only, okay. you know, it's just down the road near Peak District, you know, Buxton. It's just there. Uh, but they, he was brilliant. He sorted it out within 10 minutes. It was all done and dusted and fixed. Are you saying so men are better excellent. than women, Stu? That is no, I'm very just saying sexist. it was better customer service from them than it was from Microsoft. Anyway, Fraser, how are you? I'm fine, thank you, Mike. It was. It's, a pri- it's a privilege to be here. Should we do the, should we do the, uh, the appreciation bit where I... Because I, yeah. I thought what's what interesting, like. what's interesting to, to, for me... Uh, is like obviously I feel like I've known you guys for well I have known you guys for a long time now many years but yeah, it like met. you know we've met and stuff we've met yeah and we talk all the time I've been to your and, mom and dad's for tea you have yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which was a bizarre thing but I yeah did. yeah and uh you know I remember 10 I think it was you know almost 11 years ago now when I moved into this house 
I had just started listening to you guys and I remember decorating the house and I was just, just episode after episode. Wow. Like I think you must've been around wow. six, 60, 70 episodes at that oh, point. Oh, you must be a glutton for punishment. And I went back and listened to them all. I was just, you know, so I've been a super fan and I, and I have been on the show before yeah. and, but I'm still giddy like a school kid. I was talking Aww, to my wife. I said to my you, wife the other day, ridiculous. I went, guess what? I'm going to be on the veteran game. <laughs> you are so funny. So it's just funny. Is that why your wife came in? Because she wanted to be on it as well. Yeah, she wanted but... to have a, get a look in, well, you know. She got a look in. There you go. Uh, well, Rilke, you know. who's rubbing it in, by the way, he said he, Xbox just gave him £4 and he didn't even ask for it. Thanks. For oh, that, that guy. Yeah, well, of course, brilliant. you know, got to give 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 Neil a shout out. Eh? Yeah, well, Neil brilliant. says, Thank you. Uh, when, you, when Stu was starting his story, Neil said, Fraser hates stories, doesn't he? Yeah, do you hate stories, Fraser? No, that's not true. That's not. So true. let me ask you this, Fraser: What DIY have you? I know we need to get this out of the way. Oh what yeah, DIY, DIY have you been chat. doing lately? What have you been doing? It's not really so much what DIY I've been doing recently. It's what's now piled up in front of me to do. So oh, I wow. have some. I have. I actually the other day I moved a television across my room. So I've shifted the the TV on the wall with across. your mind. Why is that so <laughs> yeah, difficult? It was telekinesis. <laughs> yeah, it was with my mind. It took me two days with my mind. Yeah, and uh, so you know, rewired everything and whatnot. But I have right. holes in the wall now, so I have a lot of patching to do. Oh, and I, and I, I had hate some, that. It's like coming out of winter, and all the jobs now. I'm being faced with all these jobs, so yeah. a lot of wall so, repair. I want to do. Why some did painting. you move the TV? Why was that a thing? Because I used to have a bar in here. Mm. Where I'm sitting right now, there used to be a bar. Oh, okay. And so when I had the TV, when I mounted the TV the first time, it took into account that where the bar was and it was central to where it uh, needed to be. But then I took the bar out and put another sofa in, but the sofa's further back because there's no bar there. So I need so my TV was off center. <sighs> these sound like terrible problems. These terrible are, problems. These are these are <laughs> first world problems, <laughs> flipping act. Yeah. <laughs> wow uh, yeah just not well, central anymore you're just gonna move it well, have you got any it, yeah. um have you got any man jobs coming up that you're looking forward yeah, to big, yeah any but, big ones but i have got jobs that i want i bought a table saw over the winter oh, which i haven't exciting. used yet actually. oh i bet you're dying to get some wood i'm dying me, to get you? on the go with that yeah but yeah. i need to clear out my garage first but then i'm going to build some speaker stands i got a couple of sets of speaker stands i want to build so so what sort of speakers have you got? Have you got some audio file speakers? Or I've got, got I've got the speakers I need to build the stands for are a pair of late 60s, maybe early 70s audio oh. audio research. I think they are AR4Xs for anybody who cares. They traditional, are old, traditional really old, old school. But they're but they sound brilliant. They just sound have amazing. you have you got a valve amplifier? Are you really I, rocking the uh, setup here? No, I haven't got a valve amp. No, that, that's pricey, that stuff. Like I inherited these speakers, right? I would never sell them. But I just inherited them from someone who, they, they'd come through the family. So I know they're a sound, right? So yeah, some vintage speakers are excellent. They are really, really good. And they go oh, for yeah. a lot of money, you know, yeah. if they're a really decent pair of speakers. Am I in the right area? If you look at the screen uh, and on the stream in about 15 seconds, Fraser. Is these the speakers? Is this the ones? Are these the speakers? Let's see. Okay, let's have a look. Let's have a look. Is them the ones? They know. look good. Those are them. Yeah, AR4Xs. Yeah. Three hundred and fifty dollars, yeah. Fraser. Yeah, yeah. They are. They are some nice. I like them actually. They, they look pretty cool. They look yeah. like coolly retro. So, are you doing? Is it the vinyl or do you just do what do you? What Mainly do you play? vinyl. So that's so. 
over there. It's a bit here. We go. Let's see if I can do this. Oh, God. Let's see if we can see this. Tell me if you can setup. see this. Can you see a little? There's a little can, setup in the corner. I can yeah, see yeah, the yeah. speakers. I can, can see, see the speakers. All right. Yeah. So I have like an old 19. I have a, a turntable there, which I rebuilt, which is from 1981. And it's basically a Technics. It's the the forefather of the SL1210. So it's the same sort of like. Is it an SL1200? No, no, no. It's an SL2. Oh, it's prior to that even. Yeah, but it's all the same sort of like technology, like the uh, magnetic driven stuff. Anyway, has he got has he got a pitch slider and everything on there? Is it no, just no, more no, bog no, standard? No, more bog no, standard. No, it's just bog that. standard. Yeah, but the but the amplifier as well is from like about 1989, 1990, I think. So it's it's a retro. That's that's the retro system over there, which is. And I'm convinced, nice. absolutely convinced, that any records that are old played on it sound better on it. Right? I don't know whether that's Ooh. true. Ooh, it depends on your stylus, though, doesn't it? Is it conical, semi-conical? Uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's an elliptical bond. Is it a moving magnet? It's it's definitely moving magnet. There it is. There you go. That is a nice turntable. Audio good Technica. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a lot of different variations on those, though, isn't there, for their styluses? But depends which one you've got. So... Yeah, that's uh, that's what I love. Anyway, all that sort of stuff. Very cool. nice. It does look, yeah. uh, to be fair, that looks like a 1200 without the pitch slider pretty much, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, you it's know? getting that way. And yeah. the DJ light, the LED yep. for your for your tone have, arm. Have you seen the new ones that are coming out? Yeah, the limited the edition ones, the colored yeah, ones. Nice. Yeah, yeah, they're very nice. Well, they're about, they're about 800 pounds, aren't they? 900 and the rest. And the rest. Oh, no, they are, that's what the retail price is for them. It's about 900 quid. What's the name of them? Uh, SL200s. Techniques limited edition ones, they're different colors. I think SL 1200s. Yeah, sorry, I, I meant to say 1200. Sorry, you didn't, you just did. Go I did, uh, uh, but yeah, they, they look very cool. So, yes, they the you know, uh, my mate's got some 1210s, you got the you got Mark IIs, uh, that he's had since new since he DJed back in the day. So, back in the day, yeah, I, I, it's my biggest day. regret. I had a set of 1210s that I sold before I moved to Canada, and I, and I can tell you, I regret it all the time. All the You're time. a madman. Why would you sell them? I don't know. Yeah, things we do, eh? Things you do worth a lot of money now, but uh, mm, they're, they're just cheap. solid. There's a, there's a weird, by the way, I know we're digressing a lot here, but there's a weird YouTube channel. Uh, I can't think what it's actually called, but he he takes apart he he services Technics decks basically. That's what he does for a living. Uh, but the amount of what he calls Frankenstein decks he gets in are just ridiculous. Yeah, you know they're like original twelve hundreds or twelve tens, and when he takes them apart, there's all sorts of stuff in them. Yep, you know they work. They work. Yeah. He said that you know they like, but they and they're usually Technics bits they've got inside them, but they're all from different models. And he, I think I know that. I think I know the guy you're talking about. And I watched a video the other day where he was going through counterfeit stuff that was coming into the market, right? So yeah. bits and pieces to repair them. And he was going, they look pretty similar, but they're not. They're like janky and shitty quality. And yeah, he was doing pitch sliders the other day. <laughs> but I, I've, I've become obsessed with these weird YouTube channels like that. And I watched another one where the guy restores vintage Rolex watches and like uh, all like vintage watches. If you think that's the weird side of YouTube, you haven't gone that far. No, no, I don't think that's it. It's a weird side of me, though, for watching these weird, like, repair things. They but call it low entertainment, Stu. It's, this, I love it, though. The, yeah, I love sitting, just you know, watching people re repair stuff. Tiny screws. But stuff. What, what fascinates me, right, these, like, Rolex watches, that he, he had one the other day that was completely battered. Right, the, mm. all the the like the face of it was all scratched, the buggery, all the casing was all scratched and everything. He took the back off, 
and it was like a work of art inside. Like everything was just pristine and shiny and polished. And you realize like you don't, like I said to Kay afterwards, I was like, I was just watching this dude with this watch and no one would ever see the inside of that watch unless you had it repaired or you took it apart yourself. You would never see the amount of work and craftsmanship that just even went into the, the inside of it. You know what I mean? The bit you never see. It's, it's fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Well, yeah, worth a lot of money. A lot of money, these old watches. But anyway, that, we digress. That has nothing to do with video games. So I guess on that note, we should start. Yeah, look at them. They're beautiful. Beautiful inside. I don't know I bought a Rolex watch uh, yeah. as an investment. Yeah. He was told to buy one because he, he wasn't going on holiday anymore. So he didn't know where to spend his money. Yeah. So he thought, well, he's got like, you know, he's got shares in this and like bonds in that. And he's like, well, what else can I invest my money in? And apparently Rolex is a pretty good thing to put your money in. And so oh, he yeah, bought the, this the Rolex. Increasing value. And then like, he's, I said, have you ever worn it? He was like, like twice. Like I wouldn't really want to wear it. But uh, he bought it for 10 grand. Yeah. And it's like already worth uh, 12, 12 and a half. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're a good investment. It does quite well. But there was a dude, there was a dude on um, Antiques Roadshow last week and he had a Seamaster. It was like an early, like a, one of the first ones or one of the last ones of the previous. I don't know. It was some rare one. And he'd, he'd fallen off of his bike and absolutely wrecked the side of it. And Ooh. all the, I know, all the face of it was had this massive gougy scratch across it, right? But he had the originally paid 400 quid for it in the 80s. He bought it from new, had all the box, the, the details, everything, the you know, everything. And uh, even in that condition was still worth 18 to 20,000. <sighs> and I said, how much would it have been worth had he not fallen off his bike? <laughs> You know what mm. I mean, and, and messed up all the all the face of it. Oh, unbelievable! Anyway, that still isn't video games, so uh, we should talk. Let's let's go with Fraser. He's here. Let's talk about some video games. Fraser, Fraser, video games. Video games. <laughs> what are they then? Oh, I don't yeah, know. Exactly. I barely play them these days. Yeah, that's same here. To be fair. Um. So, what have you been playing, Fraser? What are you on? Uh. You know, I, 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 I've got a list here of stuff that we yeah, can yeah. sort of burn. You know, on my podcast, which I didn't get to mention yet, Seal Podcast, everyone, go check yeah, it out. I know Neil's yeah, in the it. chat and Dave and Pilcher uh, podcast on there with me. Mm. Always good for a listen. But I bore them every week on there with PUBG and Valorant, which are the two yeah. main sort of, you know, like staple diet of my gaming. Correct. Um, PUBG, we're all familiar with, I guess. We all, you know, we're back in fact. How, how many PUBG. people still play that? Is it still really popular? I have no idea. PUBG is PUBG has had its resurgence. It's so they back. went, yeah, PUBG is back, baby. They went free to play in February. And since then, like I honestly, in the last, in the last we're playing, uh, you know, a couple of hours a day, many, many games a day. And in the last couple of weeks, three weeks, four weeks, I've only seen one game with bots in it. So, hmm. you know, uh, it's, it's really popular again. The game is in a good place. Uh, I can't say I've seen any cheaters or anything like that. There's lots of interesting things that are in the game now that we're never in. You know, we had a break for about a year and a half after playing Is it cross-platform so, or is it still just PC? And... PC is on their own. There will ne I don't think there'll ever be PC crossed over with console. That would just be... But can the consoles play with each other? Consoles, I think, can. So for me to, to play with you, I'd have to, I'd have to dig it out on the PC again. Dig it out on the PC, yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah. Do you have any? Do you have any like 
feeling you want to play it again, Ginny? You know, have you um, got well, it's been it's been it's been a minute, hasn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's not like the, the when I played PUBG, it was twenty nineteen. Yeah. Well, you kind of seem to fall off a bit after you got your chicken dinner at the arcade well, club. Yeah. You say 2019, it's just celebrated its fifth anniversary. Yeah. Yeah, well, I know, uh, but I think the last so, time I sort of played oh, it. Oh, the last time you played it. Like 20 because okay. we I play I got the chicken dinner in at the arcade club in 2019. Or was oh, it 2018? Of course. Yeah, that no, was, it was yeah, a legendary chicken dinner that one. Yeah. yeah. So for people that don't know, I streamed hours and hours and hours and hours of PUBG because I wanted to get my solo chicken dinner. And I never did it, and and I, I was gutted. And then um, I was playing with some people at the arcade club. We had a meetup at the arcade club, and they had PUBG uh, PCs there, and it was all just the same game. And literally the first match that I played, I got a chicken dinner on my you own. You did? Um, it was sort of ridiculous. This was the before the days of bots and all this sort of stuff, and it was just... Raw pub G. Like, oh it was God. the um getting that solo solo chicken dinner is um is the big monkey off your back. I mean, yeah. I can remember the first time I haunted by the first time that I came close. Yeah, you know, and then when I finally got it, I think it was like me playing some games before I went to work. I mean, that was the level of addiction we had. Yeah, you know, and I can even remember it. I managed to hide behind a tree and AK this guy coming yeah. at me. You know. I remember mine, yeah. I was like on this wall and yeah, you know, it's just, I mean, I never got it on my account, but it doesn't really matter because I had like about eight people from the veteran gamers all just No, we, we all verified me. the chicken dinner. Yeah, like I, it was verified, yeah, so, you know. But is, has there been much change with PUBG? There has, I think there has been a lot of change. You know, there's a lot of new maps that weren't around. Does it, st- does it still feel like a janky piece of shit? No, 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 no. I mean, some people will say it is jank and it still has some jank somewhere. But, yeah. you know, it is, I hate, it's a cliche phrase, but it is what it is, right? And it's, yeah. you know, and it and it works and the gunplay remains excellent. You know, that was always its strength was the fact that you picked up a sniper rifle and there was bullet drop you had to take into account. So you, you made that sort of 150 meter hit mm. with the, bolt action sniper rifle it felt good you know yeah. you're like yeah that is the business it was very know? unforgiving wasn't it with the with the, the bullet drop and absolutely uh but they've also added in a lot of new um items so like the today and and that's made it fun for us and that's uh, okay. so first of all the important thing is you know PUBG to me is fun because i play with other people full stop correct you know i wouldn't play i would it's a miserable time on your own yeah, once you've got your chicken dinner, there's I don't think there's any reason to play on no, your own. There's no reason. Um, and so they, you know, they've introduced the mortars. Today we were running around with mortars and spotter wow. scopes trying to to mortar people. We have not been successful in mortaring anyone. We get wow. killed all the time, but that's our mission. Um gliders came in. That was a while back, but um gliders are there, C4, drones, you know. Um, right. So you can send out drones. Uh, mountain bikes there's all sorts of little bits and pieces that are yeah. in there now which make which mean that you can play a different there are a lot more opportunities for the type of game you're going to play mm. you know particularly if you're in a duo or a squad because i mean PUBGs, it was the og wasn't it it was the original oh, yeah. it was the start of this battle royale madness that we had for like five years. It was lightning in a bottle. I remember yeah. Steve said that lightning in a bottle, whatever it is they did, they just got it, you know? Yeah. And, it's, and then Fortnite was like, aha, we have a shit game that with a good engine 
we can do that. And then they took it over. They did. And they're still going. They're still going strong, I think aren't they, for now? Yeah. They've survived by, by, by kids, teenagers, kids, and also like putting Spider Man in it and Doctor Strange and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So, um, that's well, it's like um, somebody was. Where, where, what was I listening to? I think I think maybe it was the CADcast or somebody was talking about. Oh yeah, it was Cheapy D was talking about the. You know, he was babbling on a little bit about the magic of PUBG and and how it's different every game. And I don't think he made his point well, but he was on the right track. You know, the game offers so much variety, mm. and yet is is or or maybe not even the game. It's the same as Fortnite, Fortnite, PUBG, those things, the way it squeezes everyone together in a finite time. And there's so much, you know, once you're dead, it's, it's almost, you know, it's over. Mm. So there's a lot at stake. I mean, there are so many elements it it encapsulated so well or does encapsulate so well. I love it. Can't get enough. Yeah. When do you play it? Praise. What what nights do you play it? Every night. I was just going to say every night joking, but I guess that's true. (laughs) Do you really play every night? We play every day. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Every day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We have to have a shooter that we've got on the go every day. Before that, I'm still playing Valorant, but Valorant's dropped off the radar with a few of the guys big time. Yeah. I mean, I I tried with Valorant, Fraser. You saw me. I played it with you a few times. And again, it's more because you're playing it, really. There's no way I'd play that shit on my own. Um, But... Valorant is a little bit different than PUBG. Yeah. Valorant, well, a little bit. But I mean, again, with these. PUBG sort of was shooters, a way of life. PUBG you know. is life. PUBG is life. PUBG, PUBG is life. life. You no, know, but, but <laughs> yeah. for, for many years, for about two years, I was absolutely in on this game. You were hooked. PUBG. You I were hooked. This, you know, and, and I'm Fraser, you were with me. You were right there. You were I'm the back again. You know. Too. Um, oh, I just, you know, the, the amount of laughs we had with it was insane. It's amazing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, something like Valorant is completely different for me. I mean, I enjoy it. And when we play with friends, it's really good as well. But it, it's one of those things. It's one of those games. You, I have to play regularly to be any good. Like it's Correct. so hardcore. It sounds like snooker. Hardcore. Right. You know, you like to be good at something. And I feel that, about you, know, feel. I'm, you know, that I'm okay at it, but I'm only okay at it as long as I play it regularly. You know. yeah. So so let me ask this phrase, have you ever been back to Rust since? Because that was big on the radar at one point. No, it's funny you say that. My son's been playing Rust. He's playing it today. And he's sort of like, oh, you know, you should come on. And he was reminding me of some of the times we had playing it. And, I, and he he knows some of the stories. From the original Janky Rust was the best. <laughs> oh, yeah. it was, That was just an amazing game, too. That offered an experience. But he nearly tempted me. I saw it, but, but it's one you. of those things. If you can just get everyone in at the same time, you know you're going to have a laugh. It's just mm. organizing everyone in is is tough. Yeah, it is. Um, that's yeah. why it's so tempting to play PUBG again, because you tell me that you're playing it every night, which yeah. then sort of goes, oh, because you can jump means, in any night. That means I can jump in any night, but there's also like a group of players playing it at the same time. So yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's. It's tempting because, like, if if you was like, yeah, we were playing once once a week or something, I'd be like, oh, that's going to be difficult for me to, I don't know, could be any night, but you're like, yes, every night, yeah. yeah, I can manage one of those. Yeah, it's sure. good. Yeah, we play like ten o'clock almost every night UK time. That that's when the PCs start getting switched on, which is late for some people. I know that, but you know, that's the time. You know, but 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 today we are playing most of the day too. So you know, you just got to look wow. on Discord and see if I'm playing or Steam, and then just give us yes. just jump in. We've had some yes. some guys jump in. <laughs> so is, uh, is now is, thinking is about it the it. the usual crew is uh, so that for people that don't know. So myself, Fraser, Neil would be there, but he would hate it. 
uh neil's funny eh because he yeah. he bitches and moans about it like not, yeah not, not not that something that's something that neil does often right but um and if you believe that you believe anything yeah that's true is I mean, that he's bitches and moans about PUBG and how much he hates it and then we persuade him to come on when he's drunk and he absolutely he's good. wrecks fools yeah he's good yeah. <laughs> yeah. i think he holds himself to a very high standard friend that's he does that's why um so you got sean who's unbelievably good but unfortunately scottish yeah. Uh, yeah. So you know we have to bear, oh. bear the brunt of that. <laughs> no, but Sean's unbelievable, isn't he? And he's yeah, just, Sean's uh, one of those young young guns, right? Who you like to have on your team. We yeah. have Arnie, who plays with us regularly. He's the same. You sort of he's the same. They're, they're they're like unchained, and they go forward, yeah. and they get um, all these yeah, kills. Um, you can't. Yeah, but you can't. You can't control. Sean, you can't. So Fraser knows he can contain me. You know, if if all right, Chinny's in the game. He'll basically do anything I tell him to. If he went up to a mine and told him step on the mine, Chinny, it's fine. Chinny would do it because he's an idiot. Sean, no, look, Sean, you can't put him in a butt. He's like, right, I'm I'm going over here, you know, and he just runs off and he just does yeah. whatever. <laughs> so that's just the way Sean he is. That's yeah, just the way yeah. I'll is. tell you, we play with well, um, Kev as well. Is Kev still? Kev's around. We played with Kev the other day, so that was great. Yeah, and uh, Marcanix's son Jay. He was Jay, playing yeah. with us. Always recently. a good player, yeah. Jay. Yeah. He was right next well, to Well, he got the chicken, chicken dinner. dinner. Yeah. But he got <laughs> he got a chicken dinner the same day, didn't yeah, he? he did. got a solo one. Yeah. Just yeah. to just to go, uh, look, I can get one too. Yeah, yeah. That's right. It's brilliant. Right. It's uh, brilliant. Yeah. So, okay, PUBG. I might have to go back onto it then. Price. You might have to have, a, have another go. Come and join us. That's interesting, it's isn't it? Chinny. What have you been playing? I can see something on your well, only one thing on your list. Is that it? Is that your list? Yeah. And that's your list. Shall we talk about that? Because I've Let's played a little about bit. It I haven't played loads, but well, I, I was listening a bit. to a couple of episodes ago of The Seal, and Fraser even mentioned our Mass Effect um, uh, trilogy playthrough. And I think, Fraser, wasn't you saying that you you started it or you, you was like hammering for it? I can't remember now. Mass Effect? Not me. No, I played no. two for a little bit, but I never finished it. Oh, maybe it was somebody else then. It must have been someone, must have been someone else. Been um, but yeah, I've started Mass Effect 3. I finished two, obviously. Yep. Everybody yep. everybody survived. Um, and then we're on to three. Uh, the things that uh, struck me immediately was the guns feel heavier, a lot heavier and like the reload is quicker. I don't know if you noticed this, Stu. Like, like the, 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 the core <laughs> gun mechanics are just quick. Yeah, it feels like um, a third-person shooter like now. It feels it? heavy and feels weighty. And when you pop the 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 magazine to reload, it, it makes a nice ping noise, and yep. it all feels a bit weightier than Mass Effect Two. Um, and I gave my shepherd uh, short hair. Oh, you had a bit of a makeover, did you? Yeah, because my base, my shepherd, I actually can get a video of my uh, your uh, shepherd, my my shepherd up, but I gave my shepherd um, short hair. It's based on Tara, my shepherd, and she's had yeah. sort of a ponytail look going on. Uh, but she's now um, she's got short hair because I thought you know it's the th- it's the trilogy. You got to change it up. You got to change it up. You got to swap you know, up the look. Mm-hmm. Can have a haircut. Yeah, so uh, you'll see in a sec. Um, but yeah, I, I, are you? How far are you in, Stu? Uh, I'm not very. I'm not. I think very, I might overtook you. Prob- you, you probably will have done because I've been doing some other stuff this week. Yeah, so I, I think I've I haven't probably put as much time as I'd like. 
I've probably overtaken you already. Uh, uh, today I did the mission with Jack, so I've come across Jack again. Oh, no, which, I haven't come across Jack. I've come across Jack, which I don't remember from playing Mass Effect 3 last I time. I don't remember anything about 3. Because Jack, you, you think Ashley's changed, while Jack is a bit more feminine, right. I want to say. Yeah. She's got like a ponytail going on, grown her hair a All bit, right. you know, a okay. bit more makeup. I don't even remember Jack in, in... You can't. How can you remember? Oh, no, in Mass Effect 3, you mean? Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, Jack. I don't remember her at all in three. So I don't know whether I even came across her. Whether because yeah. it's kind of a side mission. It's not. It doesn't feel like a main mission. It's kind right. of you just get some. You know when they give you intel and you go, "Oh, Cerberus is doing this bullshit here." You go and yeah. sort it out. Yeah. Uh, well, it's just one of them. It's like Cerberus is uh, trying to get these kids that were training with cybernetic powers. So you need to go and rescue oh, yeah. the kids. Yeah, because that was what she, that's her backstory, isn't it, Jack? That's yeah. Her, so actually. when you go there, it turns out that Jack's the teacher. Oh, no. I know. So and what's quite funny is, right, it, like Shepard, one of the responses is like, you, the teacher, or something of that, you know, like the, yeah. the renegade options are like, you just diss her and go, what the hell? Yeah, like, yeah. you're a teacher. And one of the kids goes, yeah, psycho teacher. <laughs> yeah. like, brilliant. Yeah. So just, that's probably about right. And then, the all you know, all the... When she's in like Master Two, she goes, "Take this bitch or whatever." Mm. All the kids are spouting all the sayings out of Mass Effect Two, nice. and I'm like, "Nice touch." Nice so touch. this this mission that's on the screen now, I thought this was pretty good. This is the Turian Moon that you have to. Oh yeah, defend. I did this. Obviously, I did this because you have to go and try and get support, don't you? The so one thing they do so well in Mass Effect Three is like you really feel like you, everything's fucked, like everything is done. Like it starts off with Earth getting absolutely yeah, being decimated, smashed. pretty much, and then Keith David stands behind for some reason I don't know why, and then um, he's you, got a you, coordinate on the ground. You you go on this moon, and it's just everywhere's being attacked, and, and the Reapers are everywhere. Threat. So so what's what's weird about Mass Effect Three is that like, and this isn't a new comment. This isn't like something that I've just spotted, but everybody sort of says this, and it is really obvious. Like, there's no time to do any stupid shit. Like, it feels like if you're doing doing anything else except for stopping the Reapers, then it's a waste of time because yeah. they're literally killing millions and millions of people, like, all the time. Yeah, on all these different planets, and all, these all different over planets, the universe. All over the, all over the galaxy, and you're just like, yeah. why do you want me to get this piece of, like, evidence to prove that your mom has... You know, uh, like a vibrator in a drawer. I don't know what, like what. what <laughs> yeah, they're just like stupid. What are you doing? Right, missions. So I've I've haven't done many of the side missions because I've been trying to like play the story so it makes sense. Yeah. Because one of the first things that the game gets you to do is is to cure the genophage for the Krogans. Yeah, which have I've, done, done that? I've done. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, I haven't gone back to the Citadel because you've got to go back there, haven't you, to finish that mission? Well, so yeah. I've done so I've done the bit. I've gone and got the, you know, the Krogan, the last like fertile Krogan woman. So I've picked her up and done all that. That's quite a good mission too. That's have you, have you cured it though? No, I haven't been, but I need to. Well, today when I played it, I was like, shall I go to the Citadel and do that? Or shall I go and save the kids? So I was like, the kids are in danger. You know, they can't wait too long. But so, like, I, I, so I went I, to save the kids. No, I did the, I did the, I've cured the genophage now. Which I yeah. thought I must have done that really like. Yeah, I thought yeah, that yeah. was like late 
the only thing I remember about Mass Effect 3 is, is when a big character dies, who's the scientist guy who's trying to cure the the genophage. See, I don't remember that at all. So I remember him dying. I remember that. I don't really remember much about anything else about the game. But yeah, you know, I did that because it felt like the most urgent thing to do and everything else felt like faff. So I've done that. But it's at a point now in the story where it kind of feels like, oh, just see me at the Citadel when you got time so I can do all these other side missions. But the one mission that I've never played, that I've played in Mass Effect 3, was a DLC mission that I never had. All right, okay. And it's the first, and it's a really good DLC mission. Uh, and it's the it's a Prothean. You know, the Prothean, those are the species that died 50 years, 60,000 years ago. Yes, the original, like, the well, what pretty much kicks it all off. Yeah, so you wake one up. There's one in, like, a little pod. Oh, no, and I've he's, definitely he, not done that. He's a DLC character that you we definitely probably didn't play last time. Right. And I was like, oh, that's it. And it's a full mission, you know, and it's back on Eden Prime, which is the first planet you land on on Mass Effect 1. Right. So there's a mission that says, like, recover an ancient Prothean artifact or something that like that's due on your list. Probably. There is. I don't it's know. There. It'll be there, I'm guessing. It's there. Because I just tend to, I don't tend to look at the list. I tend to just look around the there's galaxy. What, what, look, look for a mission. Find... Look for a mission and, it, and it'll say, like, ancient Prothean artifact on Eden Prime. I think I, I, think I vaguely remember that. Yeah, so that, that, like that's I've a good mission. But yeah, I'm, so I'm, I don't know, I'm probably about 10 hours in, 12 hours in. Um, you know, it's uh, it's it's interesting playing them all back to back. I don't, I, I can't really decide which one my favourite one is, though, Stu. I think, well, see, I think I think that is interesting because obviously the first time around, you didn't have that option. You had to wait however many years in between each of these. Mm. You know, and it was I heard that. I heard that from you guys before. So it, when, when you played before... I think somebody was about to start three and they weren't sure. It might've been you, Mike, wasn't too sure whether you might have had your fill. So I'm surprised that you're still sort of plow, you know, powering forward on it, but. I'm still enjoying yeah. it though. You just you remember, I mean? you just forget how good these games They're were. Great. That's what They're I absolutely feel absolutely like. fantastic games. I was having, a, I mentioned last week, I was having a little bit of fatigue. I wasn't as into this as the other two. Yeah. But I think yeah. it's just that getting into it. Once I'm into it, I'll be into it. You know what I mean? You're almost like, you, you forget how spoiled you are when you're playing them because you're like, oh, I'm sick of this fantastic game that I'm so playing. You know, they are so good. Fully voice acted, brilliant story, like, you know, epic yeah, right. sci fi adventure. God, how annoying. The, you know? I mean, these are like, to me, these are like the heyday of video games for me at the moment, you know, because the, the new stuff coming out is all right. Yeah. But I still don't feel like stuff like more recent stuff measures up to these anyway. Well, you think about in any this, way. This, these came out 2007, 2010, and 2013. Yeah. Right. Like, we haven't had a trilogy like this in not only in that shorter space, but ever. Like, that. No. Can you think of a game like Mass Effect where you've got all your decisions that affect everything? But also, he's a third-person action RPG, yeah, and everything carries on. I mean, for instance, obviously, I lost Rex in the original game the first time I played it because I didn't, I didn't have my my sort of charm or whatever it was called in that game high enough to talk him out of killing himself. So I lost him. Yeah. Um, in this game, obviously, Rex and Grunt are in it. You know, for me. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so cool seeing Rex and Grunt and sort of, and they're still around and they're still doing mm. the stuff and it's persistent. And I think saving everybody from the other games makes a big difference to 
because I'm enjoying it more because it's all the characters I recognize from the whole of the trilogy, you know, that are still there but, doing whatever I, they're doing. It's interesting it, that they, they can do that so that oh, you yeah. have a, you, you lose characters in one game and yeah. they, they literally don't exist in a, in a full game that they've, you know, that they've yeah. got the luxury or the bandwidth to just, you know, ah, okay. That full character is developed in the game, but you're not going to get it. That's pretty yeah. amazing. No, I got it amazed because it was it, shit. It is like it is a, a, an amazing uh, like achievement. I think Mass Effect is just this brilliant mm. achievement in the gaming industry that I can't believe exists, and and we struggle to sort of make it exist again. And why would they? Because they finished it and everybody like shitted on them. Yeah, I was like they've they done all this work and everybody just shot on them. And <laughs> you know. It's they just forgot not all like the gamers. great stuff that came before. Yeah. You see, I were, if you remember out of the three of us, I was the only one who wasn't bothered by the ending. I was it like, wasn't, yeah, it wasn't great. I don't think I was I that was the bothered. only one that wasn't bothered. But it didn't uh, ruin the game. Duke, Duke nearly had a fit because he hated it that much. I can't remember now. But no. I was like, nah, I'm fine with it. Um, yeah, I mean, like, for instance, Fraser, the first time I played Mass Effect, it blew my mind because I came on the show after Rex got killed and was like, I can't believe that, you know, Rex died and she's like, well, it didn't die in my game. And I'm like, what the hell? What? And mm. I couldn't believe that there was different outcomes, you know, that sort yeah. of he was dead in my game, but he was fine in Chinny's. You know, I didn't even yeah. think that was a possibility. I didn't realize that, you know, that it could diversify so much. Who would have thought you'd be reunited with him? I know. And I've kept him alive and he's still there. And I, because I knew they had to get me charm stuff up, then I could, you know, stop him from doing it. And I did. Well, and the thing, like, the, the so only thing that really... sort of annoys me a little bit, which I could have done something about, I suppose, but in the suicide mission in two, it's like, it's quite unrealistic that everybody survives. Do you know what I mean? Because it's such a yeah. hard mission. Yeah. And it's like, it would have been kind of more coherent if a big character does die there. Like one, like one random character. No matter yeah. what you do, dies. Yeah, because ultimately... The, you don't know which that, one. As long as you've done all the loyalty missions with every character. Yeah, everybody survives. Survive. But yeah. I think look, they, what they should have done is gone, one character will die in this mission. You don't know who, but one of them will die. And it's different for everybody. And you're just going to have to live with it. Because that's more of, of a heartbreak, isn't it? Because that yeah. you've suffered that mission then. Where you go through that mission... And it's like a fucking walk in the park. You're like, yeah, everybody's just laughing about it. But that was Doomsday in two. And I, I feel like it would have been nice to have like a big character die in that mission. But hey-ho, you've done it. Uh, and I, if you want a good laugh, go on YouTube and type in suicide mission, everybody dies. Because that's just hilarious. Because that just looks like a bunch of incoherent idiots. <laughs> really? That have, Is not, it really because that bad? Everybody dies. No one can do anything. And then to top it all so off, does Shepard survive? Is Shepard the only one And then to top it all off, Shepard goes to jump on the bloody ship and falls. And then Joker gets shot and he falls and dies as well. It's fantastic. No, no, Joker lives. Joker lives. But Shepard just does that. Big yeah, well, you'd have to. Jump. So what happens in three if, if Shepard dies? Three doesn't exist. You can't import your save into wow, three. Oh, see, that blows my mind. No, that, that's no, yeah, but you know, it's so difficult to die in Mass Effect 2. You know what the conditions are? I looked this no. up. No, well, that's just brilliant. That is. So, so well, the, the conditions fact that's an option is just ridiculous. No, but the condition, yeah, but the conditions are so unlikely, Stu. Only one crew member has survived, right? So, yeah. so you've got like eight crew members. Seven of them have to die. Only one survives, and then Shepard will die. 
So if two survive, you'll still live, which is really unlikely. Like, I mean, there's no way that you're going to have all of them die. That's just crazy. Wow, that is just brilliant. So in that scenario, and I know you probably don't know the answer to this, but if you then start three... The, you can't start three. No, but you can start three, but obviously you can't import You have to start character. as a new, a new character, yeah. But do you get then no characters from the other two games, or are they no. all there? Because obviously... no, they're gone. You can't. So there's import no that characters. So there's none three. of the original characters from the original game. They just have whatever the different. No, 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 no. You you can't. The game just starts. It just you just you have to start a new character from three. Yeah, yeah. But if you if you start three right and don't import save. So say you never played the other two at all. Yes. For instance, which is the same scenario. Did are the characters from the original games in it or not? Yes. Because yes. It, because it's not a same it's not the same shepherd wow, it's not even the same crazy. game it's just like it just pretends that you've never even played one or two it just goes oh welcome that. to Mass Effect three and you, you have to make all the decisions that you would have made I just love I just love the fact that said it, it actually but it nobody's does that. ever done it to because no one's well they obviously stupid. someone managed to do it yeah well they did it for their YouTube video yeah. anyway uh, Mass Effect three I- is. Is is pretty good. I like it. It is pretty good. Um, yeah, it's a good but game. they've stripped all the shit out. I mean, like this, like the Mass Effect Three that has no fat in it at all. Like by well, that, there's I no mean, the the, the there's no scanning of planets. There's yeah, but no... what do you get? Because it's, you can scan them, but nothing ever yeah. seems to happen apart there's, from there's no... I, think, I think that's what broke me into. Yeah, the scanning planets oh, and scanning stuff planets. like that. And I was oh, like, I've been told this is amazing, and yet here I am. And you don't need to do it that much, Fraser. Really, like, you, in, you need in, to in do it enough it. to be able to upgrade your shit. Yeah, you don't that's need kind to do of the much. main thing at yeah, the end. Yeah, and obviously upgrade some of your ago. weapons and stuff. But but in in three, there's no scanning of planets. You do scan a little bit, but it's nothing. There's no um, mini games to to. Um, no, no, she just scans them, doesn't she? A like, lot. Like, you know, sometimes you open a door and you've got to like play match two or whatever. None That's of that. Done. You just like hold it for a bit and it's done. Um, yeah, it's 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 crazy and 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 so much more efficient. Uh, and the, I think it's the best Normandy as well, Stu. I would yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. I think air of it all doesn't of them, feel quite as full though. There doesn't seem to be as many people around that I thought. Well, I don't know. At the end of two, there's fucking no one on it because everybody <laughs> dies. <laughs> that so. is true because everyone yeah. dies. But, but, um, but that. That's what makes it so brilliant because it is so full of people. Yeah. And then at the end, the Mass Effect 2, there's just nobody. Just there, there are people on it's, it, though. There's people in no, the No, hardly room. any, though. You're just almost wandering around the ghost ship, aren't you? No, it, well, I don't know. There's, there's people on I it. Think people it I think the around. best thing it does is that woman who stands next to the map and jabbers at you every time you walk up to it. The British woman. Because she, she always has something to say, and she doesn't a message on your console, or you need to do this, or this is just something. And she talks to you literally every time you walk up to the map. Yeah, and then when she's gone, it's like, how weird is that? Because you walk up to the map, and there's nobody there. And no oh, in two, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In two, yeah, because I think yeah. that's why it worked so well when everyone disappeared because it was just unbelievably dead. Yeah. You know, there's just nobody. It's weird. Uh... So are we going to get this finished by next week? Uh, I doubt next week because I'm only off one day this week because someone else is on holiday at work. Oh. I know. And then the week after I'm away. So I'm here, I'm here for the show, but I'm going on Tuesday. So wow. I might not get a lot of time. I reckon if I put the pedal to the metal, probably going to be another two done. or three weeks, I'm reckoning for me. I reckon I can get this done. You, well, you probably can, but I'm reckoning another two or three weeks. But Yeah. Uh, okay, that's enough for Mass Effect, I think. Uh, yes, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna talk about a non-game to begin with, uh, because I played a game. These always go well. Game. It's not even a game. It's in VR. You'd be surprised to know. Oh, God. 
and it's called On the Morning You Wake Up to the End of the World. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> it's it's kind of it's kind of a movie, I guess oh, is the best way. It's about half an hour long, and I recommend everybody. It's like a documentary, I suppose. It's probably the easiest way to describe it. I recommend if you've got a VR headset, it's free to you download. Know, when I woke up this morning. And I didn't you should think watch it would be the end of the world. Because it's, it's based on a real-life event that happened in Hawaii in 2018. Oh, no, you just <clears> When everybody who lived on the island was sent a text message saying that a nuclear missile was headed their way and it wasn't a drill. Oh, I remember that. So it was a massive thing that happened. And, and basically, the people who were in this uh, have made... They've obviously got them all to talk about it, and they've made this kind of really cool, interesting 3D movie of what happened and how people felt and you know what sort of things were going through their heads when this was all going on and it's just a really cool and interesting experience you know to watch this i mean this the bit you're seeing at the moment is one of the people talking about the shadows in uh hiroshima that were on the walls after people had been vaporized and she was saying like i was thinking about what my shadow might look like you know when i got vaporized oh you gotta make a funny one do you know what I mean? Wow. That's it. That's how wow. I'm going out. Oh, if it wow. was me, if it was me, that would be my choice. That would be me. That would that would definitely be your choice. I want Ginny. people to go up to that channel and go, "What the fuck was this guy doing?" When, <laughs> but it's know, interesting. Was there I mean, a goat? There? there was a guy like basically they were trying to find somewhere to take shelter, and there was like a government building that apparently was protected more than others. So they, he took his two kids there, and they wouldn't let him in. And they were like, there's no more room. And they locked the doors on him and left him outside. So I'm assuming the, a nuclear come in. I'm assuming Sorry. the nuclear bomb didn't land on. No, it was all it was all a false alarm. Some dude got some wrong information who was like the warden on the island and just sent out this text message to everybody who lived there telling him it was coming when it wasn't. Mm. Um, so it was quiet. And it, when you think about it's it, it's not good for him that he lives on an island, is it? No. And they said it was weird, right? Because it was like, take shelter. And it's like, we're in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. And we're a little island. If a nuclear warhead hits us, nothing's got to stop that. It doesn't matter where we're sheltering, it makes no difference. And what was quite interesting, they were talking about the one that went off in Hiroshima and said that the equivalent nuclear warheads they've got now would be something like 10 times as powerful as the one in Hiroshima. And it would, if, for instance, if they dropped it on London, it would it would literally vaporise 15 square miles of land in one go, which would kill over a million people to begin with. You'd still get those stalls that sell those fucking Union Jacks in London, though. Like you'd, <laughs> they'd, they'd pop up like about three minutes after it. Wow. You know what I mean? Well, so that's this... not offensive, Stu. There's not okay. actually a bomb on London. Okay, 50 mile. Anyway, and it would then obviously kill everyone within a 50 mile radius. So 50 miles initially straight away, and then a 50 mile radius not long afterwards. Um, mm -hmm. So it's pretty fucking scary stuff, isn't it? When you when you put like that, and you're like, shit. Um, well, no one's gonna bomb Wolverhampton. And that's, there's a, in the, in the world currently, there's about fourteen thousand. Nuclear weapon, nuclear warheads, pretty much fourteen thousand, which is enough to kill the world many, many, many times. Oh, yeah. Brilliant, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> scary. But yeah, I totally recommend so, it. You thanks for listening to the show. <laughs> it's pretty depressing. Uh, I'm glad that you used the show to kind of escape normal yeah. life and yeah. you know forget about the troubles but in life. It's very well filmed and it's kind of cool. So 
It's very well done, you know. It, it, I think what's cool is, is how they've used the VR medium to tell this story, whereas, you know, it's different to anything you'd see on a flat screen or whatever. It's very well done. Mm. Uh, really well done. And I think they've done... It feels like they've done some rotoscoping, Chinny, which you'd probably know, because the people in it look like almost a bit cartoony, but real people. So they all oh. obviously like they've, they've animated over the top of these people to make oh, it look no. more like, more gamey. I get, well, not gamey, but more animated than than real life people. Mm. No idea. The call just came in for PUBG, Mike. Just so you know, it's all kicking off now. PUBG o'clock. <laughs> is it PUBG o'clock? <laughs> the guys don't even send any messages. All they do is post a picture of a parachute. Now, that's it. Post a picture of a parachute. <laughs> Uh, so that's called on the morning you wake. It used to, to be a picture of, of a, like a seal, though, wasn't it? Or seal team? You think, like it was seal team before? Yeah. What was it? Seal team seal activate us. Oh, yeah, but like you used to say something like. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. I felt sorry for this woman in the documentary that you can see on screen now because she was at Hiroshima, and then moved to Hawaii. Yeah. And then this happened. So she'd seen the bomb. I'll tell you what, if she moved in next door, you'd be a bit suspicious, wouldn't you? You'd be and like, then she ah. obviously moved to Hawaii and was like, you know, she said she, if she'd have been in elementary school in, in Hiroshima, she'd have been, she wouldn't be here. You know, she was in a different, like a different school and they got off the train and she said people, and this, this is horrible. She said people were walking towards her with the skin hanging off and stuff. Yeah. Like who come out of the center of Hiroshima. And I'm just like, wow, that is, that is horrible. So yeah. there you go. Anyway, so and then she thought the mother <laughs> bomb was going to drop on her. Poor woman. No, moving anyway, on. My wife's going to say, Well, how did it go? You were so excited about going on. How did it go? Why are you crying? <laughs> Less depressing. Why are you crying, Fraser? <laughs> you look ashen. What's wrong uh, with you? You just got the war stare in you. <laughs> so, have you played? What, have you, what else have you played, Fraser? Anything I'll tell else you what. Here, you? I'll give you a blast from the. I got a couple of blasts from the past here. Oh, yeah. Cool. I have a few. Like I have about three, three games on here. If you, if just to okay. let you know. All Good, right. we like that. Um, the first one. Let's just start from the top. The first one, um, because my internet was down. Kids were like, I was like, there's no, there's nothing for you to play, kids. And they're like, oh yeah, there is. Fire up Mario Kart. Yeah. Oh, okay. A little bit all of right. Mario Kart. All right, boy. Yeah. So we had three player Mario Kart going on the old uh, on the Switch. Yeah. It I'll looks. Yeah, it is. I mean, Mario Kart is Mario Kart, right? It, it, anybody who plays it knows it. We all know it's an amazing game. It's fantastic series and whatnot. And it looks yeah. amazing on the Switch and it sounds, the music's brilliant and all that sort of stuff. And it had that typical three of us on the couch. You know, my son wins a game and he's sort of yeah. like, I'll, I'll cock of the walk. And then my daughter hits me with a shell and she's laughing her ass off, yeah. right? And it's just blue shell with blue shell. The red shell, red oh. shell. Oh. I was never in the lead. No. I did win a couple of races, but the thing is, and here's the thing, is that I was just getting to grips with those power slides and mm -hmm. reading the, the lines of the track, you know, yeah. and then you get it all taken away from you when you start doing good. The game just says, no, yeah. you're, you're getting, you know, and you're getting too far ahead of yourself. Here comes a red shell just to knock you back. And then you hit a banana skin. Then you hit over it's camp. It's rather frustrating. Very. At the same time as being a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have a history of Mario Kart going back all the way to when it first came out. On the you sound snare. like a drug user. They do. I have a history of Mario Kart. 
that's yeah. its beauty, right? I can mm. my SNES days of playing the Mario of playing oh. Mario Kart were three of us, three three or four of us all sat round, you know, yeah, proper couch co-op, right? Yeah. That was when couch co-op was just the best it ever was, I think, with things like Super Mario. Uh, yeah. Street Fighter as well. Kart, wasn't Street it? Fighter. It was just Mario Kart. Yeah, Street Fighter too. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, Mario Kart, it's just, they have all the new courses on there. They've got tons of options, you know, 100, you know, 50, all the CCs, 50, 100, 150. Then they do a complete, you, all the courses you can play mirrored as well. Yeah. So just when 200 you, as well, they do 200 CC, I think. Maybe if, maybe you have to unlock that. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure 200's on there. Pretty sure. I haven't got the, I haven't got it in me to do the grind for that. But um, my no. son did say, he goes, oh, we got to play on my account. We got to play on my account because he's made some sort of progress. So, um I'll tell you what, it's come a long way, hasn't it? <laughs> oh, wow. I'm playing the SNES version. Right yeah, now. I'm looking at it now. I'm thinking yeah. flip. Yeah, yeah. there was one bit at the end where my son said, uh, "If the if the mat if the if the games are really close, let's look at the the um, highlight reel." And I was like, what? "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And uh, and yeah, and they have the highlight reel, and he was fast forwarding and slowing down, and and it looks really slick. It looks great. Um, yeah. yeah, you can yeah. see why Nintendo don't need to release another console that looks better no it's for, for the games they put on this it's fine yeah it's, it's absolutely fine. fine their only stumbling block is going to be like third-party titles that just can't run on it right you know, yeah that's that's you see thing. you see you say that you say that fraser right but the steam deck which let's be honest is not that powerful a mini pc really and it's all about the way that valve optimizing the software and hardware together to get it to run all these very high-end pc games without much of like too much of an issue you know they're, they're running fucking elden ring on that thing mm. do you know what i mean when you've got a screen that small you, you'd be amazed what you can get out of it if you optimize it properly and you know use the software you've got available yeah yeah i guess I just you don't know, think, i think there's going to be a lot i think there's just nintendo's always been like this haven't they they've always been with consoles that they were the same with the Wii. They were the same with the Wii U. They couldn't quite port over because of the Wii, they were always porting over the big yeah. titles, but they were completely hobbled Trash. and looked like crap yeah. um, compared to the, to the Xbox equivalents. That's not saying a standalone, like if you didn't know any better, you were probably playing a brilliant game. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think, I think part of it is also the developers themselves. They just can't because they know that you see on the steam deck, Stuff's gonna sell. PC games are gonna sell because that's what it's designed for. You know, it's designed to play PC games on the move. The Switch isn't really designed for those sorts of games, and developers can't be bothered investing the money or time into optimizing games to run on this because they know they're not gonna get a lot of return for it. I'd be you know, interested the, to see how something. I'd be interested to see how something like Elden Ring or some really challenging titles are running on Steam Deck. Uh, it I mean, runs better. Elden Ring, believe it or not, this is a true fact. Runs better on the on the Steam Deck than it does on a standard PC because Valve figured out this al algorithm thing that they put on, and there's no stuttering or anything. Why on don't it. they it's just use that algorithm for the PC? That's what I think. I thought the very same thing, but obviously it's a Valve's own technology thing. But no doubt they'll share it because they don't tend to give a shit about any of that, do they? 
You know, they're like, yeah, this is what we did. God, you, you can... really jizz out of Valve all the time. Yeah. yeah, do you know what? Though? Oh, they just give it, they just share all the information. They just give out money, Fraser. You know, brilliant. they're just this great company that don't well, care about I mean, money. what's really cool, though, they're saying like the Steam Deck gets an update nearly every day. Every day they add something else or they optimize something or they fiddle with something it's new. or tweak it. Or it needs it, right? Every day the Steam Deck oh, needs it. Oh, definitely. Update, you know, right? they're always you know, looking at better ways to improve it. See, Stuart's taking a negative there and turned it into. It, it updates every day. They just yeah, care they about say, you that much. I'll be like, it's fucking They want to make it day. the best experience you can possibly have. Why is it updating What's every wrong with that? Day? I just want to play the thing. What is wrong with that? Yeah. So I couldn't I play a game we marched today things. because it was bloody updated. You know, I, rem- I remain a skeptic for, for very simple reasons. Okay. You can't, you know, you can't get magic. There's, magic doesn't exist. It's not real. Right, and the Steam Deck is a small handheld console, and at the end of the day, it's going to be limited by what it can do. There's only so much it can do. Um, I don't know. I think it's all right. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it can't do amazing things. Look, do you know? Do you know what my argument to you would be against that? Every time a new amazing-looking thing comes out on the Quest Two, I go, "This is running on a phone, and it looks amazing." So, mm. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know if everything on the Quest looks amazing. No, I said that sometimes new stuff comes out and it does look way more impressive than anything else you've seen. And you think, it's on a phone. It's an right, Android but again, phone. But, but look what you just said there. You said that anything you've seen, right? So it's obviously improving. They're optimizing exactly. it and it's going to be getting time, better. People are always figuring out how to do stuff better, aren't they? Right, but it's not necessarily anywhere near comparable to a PC or, or no. But or Steam Deck is is the same sort of thing, isn't it? They'll keep coming up with ways to optimize it and make better use of it, and you know how they can squeeze as much stuff out to make you know the games that run on a normal PC look as good and run as well on that. I mean, they've even said, which is kind of cool, they're going to implement that. I know, don't wait, hold your horses right before you start saying stuff. <laughs> but they're, they're implementing a 15 frames a second mode. Right to to make the battery last longer, for instance. That's not a plus. It, it, well, that's what you're thinking. We're gonna right? make the games look but worse. This no, so you but can this, play them for longer. This is for like puzzle games and things like that. You know, like solitaire and puzzly type games that don't need high frame rates. So they say if you're only playing something like that, you can put it on the 15 frame mode and play for eight hours without running out of battery. Yeah, okay, I can so, see why. Yeah, all right. I so guess the, I mean so that's the, a neat the, that's a neat feature, I guess. Yeah. I mean, they could imp- surely they could implement that in at a software level, I guess, but with by the developers of but, the games. Anyway, what do I know? It doesn't work that way though, does it? Most stuff like it just runs at whatever setting you have to fiddle and faff and fiddle and faff. This just will lock it at 15 frames. So they'll so just make don't you think it longer. I just don't you think it's funny how PC gamers, I can't wait to get my hands on mine. I swear PC to God. gamers. So fucking up their own ass. Well, look, fucking right. God of War runs Hold on, on this. Hold How on, right? Let me let me finish. Did oh. I stutter? PC gamers are so far up their own. Like consoles, stupid, it's dead. And then Steam will release a fucking console, and they're all on it. Well, it's kind of a console, and kind of is it? It's a handheld. It's a fucking PC. console. It, it is. But how cool is that? You can play your whole... St- so, like, there's 2,000 look at this, Fraser. Look at him. very look fine at him. games now. 2,000. Oh, consoles, they're stupid. Oh, yeah. It's all I don't say. I play console all the time. What do you what say? what you say every week, right? When the show's not recorded. every week. And you go, oh, the PC, it's far superior. <laughs> oh. Look at this. Release a console. It's the best console ever. It's a piece of shit. 
It's I can't wait. Steam Deck. It's a piece can't of shit. Uh, he's he's invested. He's invested. Oh yeah, I'm pre-ordered, yeah. man. I get mine. I've actually got a, a an actual window, by the way, of when I'm gonna get mine now. Q4. Oof. No. Q3. Yeah. Q3. But yeah. I've got an actual window, like as in no, because Ollie at work, he's he's ordered one because he he thinks this is going to be a solution to him playing games on the city while his girlfriend's watching the TV. And I was like, well, you can nip that shit right in the bud. But nip like, that shit. But he he's, he's his Q4. That's when he's, he's yeah. Mine his... mine is July to September. I'm gonna get mine sometime <laughs> within that window. So it's not that yeah. long. I'm thinking, you know what? That's not a long time ago. You know to go. Um, what can you play on that that you can't play on your? No, well, that's, that, that, it's, it's nothing to do with what you can or can't play. This is a I can play this like like you know on the settee while Kay's watching the telly or whatever with my earphones in. So this console to me sounds like for men that want to play games while they should be with their wives. Do you know what? I also think this is great for them. I've not bought it yet, but I'm going to buy it. There's a humble bundle this week for board games you know like pc board games uh, and it's quite a good deal there's loads of them this is perfect for that i'm not see Stu, don't get me wrong i'm not rubbishing the steam deck i think I for what like it is rubbish, it'll, like it'll hit do, i feel like you're rubbishing it Fraser. no 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 i'm not rubbishing just, it just I'm saying, no 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 <laughs> i'm not rubbishing it i think it's going to be brilliant if people have a use for it i don't i don't really like playing on handhelds anymore I don't want to sit on the sofa. If I'm going to sit on the sofa, you know, I'll I'll play on the TV. But I'm not convinced this is this would replace a good gaming PC. No, and I don't look. I don't for one second think that's the case. You know, I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm under no illusion here. But it runs Elden Ring so well. But it runs Elden Ring. Right. That's where they argue. That's where the discussion started. Right. It I. Runs I'm no not, Elden Ring. I, I'd be I'd be interested, and I don't know, right? I'd, but I'd be interested in well, seeing do you know what, what, what it's running as Elden what Elden Ring's running at, you know, before it makes. If all you these if you go on YouTube, I bet you can find a million videos showing Elden Ring running on a Steam Deck. I I will go check. <laughs> go and have a look. Uh, but it runs out. It runs Control for God's sake. But yeah, it doesn't. I mean, look. Let's be let's be honest here. If you're going to be playing these sort of games. Wherever you're, this isn't on a bus, right, or on the train, or on a plane on your way to your holidays, unless you've got a battery pack plugged in the back of it, because so you can only play it by a plug, basically. If you're playing a high-end PC game on good settings, so it looks nice and what's well, the point? You're probably talking an hour tops, this <laughs> will be like Elden Ring, or maybe an hour and a bit if you're lucky. So uh, I mean, Lord said 20 minutes for Elden Ring, probably, which he might not be far wrong. Who knows? <laughs> right. So, you know, yeah. That might I be mean, right. That like, could it, be right. The claims that, you know, that we can start with going, it runs Elden Ring. Okay. If you plug it in. If, if you plug, you plug it, in. it in and run it at 20 frames a second and, you know. No, no. You play, back, you play it in the fridge. Fine. Scale back all the, you know, shadows off. You play it at six frames a second. Oh, Fraser, I think you're being, I think you're running into cynicism. No, he's just saying. No, I'm just saying. No, 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 no. I'm I'm just trying to balance it for Stu because I thought that you gave the impression that it was this all singing, all dancing. No, no. I I think it's a marvel of technology that they've got something this small that runs 2,000 of your Steam library games. You know what I mean? This, It's impressive. 
you know, the fact it'll run God of War and Control and Elden Ring, you know, and all these very, what, what would be considered high-end, you know, games, Metro Exodus, I'm assuming will run on it because pretty much everyone else seems to. Um, I just think I just think it's impressive, you know, mm-hmm. and the fact, you know, my, you know, my gaming PC is in the conservatory where I am now and it's cold in here in the winter. So I'm quite happy. And I mean, not all of my PC games run well with the Steam Deck. Some do, some don't. Uh, not Steam Deck, sorry, with my Steam Link, because I have one of those as well, because I'm a gay Newell fanboy. Um, Correct. But, <laughs> but, they, but they run fine. You know, the, the Steam Link runs quite a few games, you know, really well. Some it doesn't. This will probably run more games than my Steam Link will, will stream for me. So I'm quite happy to sit on my sofa in the nice warm, you know, well, if, I'm, if I can afford to turn the heating on. You know, who knows what's going to happen next year. Um, so this, you'll probably, this, don't worry, the Steam Deck will keep you warm. Yeah, it will. I'll just have the hoodie on and the, yeah. the fans from the Steam Deck blowing on me. <laughs> as, it's keep... def- de- as it's desperately trying to get 30 <laughs> frames out of God. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've got to keep that thing cool. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> blowing on me will will help to keep me warm. See, that's another thing no one thought of. You know, the the hot fans blowing on you will keep <laughs> yeah. you warm in the cold. That's winter. true, Stu. I didn't think of that. That's correct. Heat the person, not the house. Yeah. That's what I said. So this was Fraser talking about Mario Kart. By the way, <laughs> we got onto this. Who knows? Yeah. So that's how these things work. So you so you're not interested at the moment, Fraser. Do you think you'll ever be interested in one of these? And and you know what, I've gone through this. The Switch never, very rarely, ever finds its way into my hands. Um, yeah, but if, it, if no. PUBG on the go at the office, it wouldn't no work. PUBG will run on this. Everything runs on no, it. No, no, I don't oh, think it no, would like no. that playing on the <laughs> no, Steam. I don't just think Fraser wants to play on the Steam Deck. Just a minute. PUBG. Just let me just just let I, me check. I'm gonna go. I'm just checking this. I don't know. You're sweeping the way you casually throw out PUBG. will work <laughs> on it, dude. You don't know PUBG. But that does. <laughs> just a things. minute. Just a minute. I'm just checking. PUBG I'm barely checking runs it. on a gaming PC. Oh, here we go. Does PUBG run on Steam Deck? No. Plus, it would be PC with controller. Can you plug in a mouse and keyboard to the Steam Deck? Uh, yes, you can do. Yep. Wow. So Brilliant. portable. Can, can you can you play wow. on a Steam Deck? This you know what is mean? what it says. I can't uh, wait to go to some fucking EGX thing and see. All right, some, okay. Some is loser that... putting a Steam Deck on the underground with a keyboard and a mouse on him, on the table, you know, playing it on the floor or whatever. Jeez. Being McDonald's so he could get the free Wi-Fi. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't even appear on the list. Apparently. Yeah, of course. Doesn't appear on the list. Apparently, but that's a five-year-old game, Stu. Yeah, it's Stu. Oh, well, it was always hard to run whatever you had. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some of it said it's because of the anti-cheat software. Some some games won't work. Look at Stu trying to justify. It's because moment. of the software, not because the, the Steam Deck. Software, okay. Yeah. You'd think saying. a Steam Deck would run anti-cheat software, wouldn't just, you, Fraser? Yeah. Okay, Fraser. Look, enough of this, but it's fucking piling Steam Deck. Um, what else have you been playing, Fraser? I have been playing Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, all right, okay. Now, hmm, I picked Ooh. up this game the first week I was talking about it. It's really, really, I think, a great looking game. Really colorful. I oh, really I like play the this. Ca- yeah, I really like the characters. I love the voices and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, um, it's interesting because they don't. It's not based on the movies. 
No, it's but, a sound sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and my daughter didn't like that. She was like, oh, I don't like Gamora and and whatnot. And but I really like them. I like the characters. I think they nailed Rocket and um, Star Lord's pretty good. It is weird that he's blonde and looks completely different, but it's okay, you know. Well. I think that's how he looks in the comics. Yeah, that's how he's that's meant what, to look, I'm guessing. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, somebody asked me that, and I didn't know. but they, So that's cool. I understand that. So I, so from that point of view, it's really, really well done. But the more I'm playing it, yeah, it's really not like a, a tight gameplay game. Oh, okay. I think it's entertaining, and I think if you just sit and you could meander your way through it and, and whatnot, but... I find like I'm not even really paying much attention to the battles. I'm just wow. I know it's got the buttons it wants me to press and it wants me to involve everyone and no matter and if I keep doing the doing it, yeah. everybody seems to they kill everything. So I don't know. Um, yeah, it's a big bag of okay. I think it's, it's a shame because it looks impressive. It does. They put a lot. There's a lot of detail in it. The, and this came out of nowhere. This game, like no one really was paying attention to it. And when it came out, everybody was like, this is all right. This is pretty good. And now it's on Game Pass and everybody's sort of talking about it again. But Yeah, I think it had suffered from Avengers. Right. Where Avengers had come out, been the big, great, big, great hope. And then it was crap. Yeah. And I think that, that had set back superhero games. Because superhero games, remember, back in the day were just, that was the, that was the dirty word, wasn't it? It's a superhero oh, yeah. game. Yeah. And then sort of Arkham Knight, or was it? Oh, Arkham yeah, Knight? Batman changed everything. Arkham Asylum everything. was the first one. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Arkham Asylum, yeah. yeah. And after that, people realized, you know, that, oh, shit, we, but we should do something good with these IPs, right? Instead of just, That's it. you know. Um, and so I have a feeling that Avengers sort of set, the, set, the, um, set it back a few years. And so Guardians of the Galaxy came out, and I think people were just like, mm, I'm not going to, you know, I'll yeah. Uh, but it is okay. Yeah. And it's got great music in it and it's got great yeah. visuals and it's got great characters. And, and I just have a, uh, I'm just, uh, yeah, the, the gameplay itself. I'm like, okay, it's a little bit, you know, I think it's, it's it, kids can play this. Right. Right. I'm not, I'm not overly impressed. No. Oh, that's See, I've heard quite good things about it. I've heard it's pretty good. Hmm. Yeah, right. I don't know whether I'm just sort of being a little bit snobby about it, but because it's a story heavy game and you're not really that or is it a story heavy game? I don't know. I assume it is, but you're not really into stories. Maybe. You, I mean, there's stuff going scenes. on. I guess it's like it's, you know, there's a lot of lore, right? There's tons of stuff that's what do they say, canon or whatever, and yeah. they have all these characters. I like Drax in there is always having a go at Gamora and they're always talking about the history of what they did. Like Drax is a is a genocidal maniac turned sort of good guy and yeah gamora was a killer assassin and they're always slating each other and stuff and making references to to adventures and things and that's i mean that's good so maybe if, you know there's there's too much fan service and 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 story and lore in here for me maybe i expected a little bit better i was hoping for a little bit better gameplay mm. um so it's sort of lacking but if hardcore gameplay is not really your thing then maybe this is right up your alley you know there's still lots to do there's lots of elements to the fights and that you can you can get stuck into and this it's really it is good it is good don't get me wrong it's just it's not it's just not for you it's stopped floating in my boat yeah mm. it's not for you, you know? i mean the good the good thing is with game pass you can just try it out for free you know you don't even have to buy it 
Yeah, I'm not going to delete it yet. I'm going to probably fire it up again and just go a little bit further and see if it's got something else to offer. Because I can just sit and chew through an hour of it. No worries. It's not easy gaming. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. Yeah, there's no stress. No stress. Yeah, it's perfect for the couch. Um, So, yeah, from that point of view, it's pretty good. Be perfect for Steam Deck, this. Perfect. Um, (laughs) Jesus. He's like a dog, isn't he? He just bites and never lets go. He's probably right. That's probably right. Perfect. Sit on the couch, get you down your Steam Deck, job done. Anyway, I've played a weird and shit game this week. I've not played one for a while. No. And I've heard good things about this game. It's got good reviews. It's like highly rated. I'm like, I'm going to give it a go. It came out on Game Pass. I'm like, why not? Right. And it's called Paradise Killer. Oh. Paradise Killer. Now, I fired up this game. And I'll be honest with you, it screamed Japanese. Just everything about it, the, the aesthetics, the voice acting, the music, the presentation. I mean, you'll see, it, it just screams, it just screams Japanese. Weirdly, it's British, which was kind of a bit of a shock. Um, so what they've kind of done is take that Japanese aesthetic and made it into a first-person game, which is weird in itself. So it's sort of first person, you can move around, it's kind of open world, there's fast travel, and it's a really weird story. So basically, you're an investigator, so a bit like the police, and you investigate like this island, you're like the detective on this island, but you've been, uh, you've been sent away into isolation because you're fucked up, and a god took over your body and nearly killed everybody or something. So you've been exiled to this other place. But then there's... So basically, the it's so hard to describe because it's just so weird. So basically, these counsellors are trying to create the perfect utopia on an island. So they get all these citizens, right? And they get them all on this island and they want to create the perfect place to live like this just utopia. Like the, the fire festival documentary possibly possibly but every time something fucks up they delete the island and create a new one right right so they get rid of the island and they make a brand new island and try again so every they time delete they the one, people yeah so all the citizens that they've brought there from wherever they get them from they, they, they do this what they call a ritual slaughter that so sounds they, pleasant so they kill all the all the citizens. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll turn what up is for it that. With you in genocide. I know. Mass, I just think mass, like, mass killings. I hope so they didn't put that on the leaflet. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, so to, kill the, up, to the come, to the slaughter party. But if it screws up, we'll kill you all. Um, so they basically kill everybody, right? And then they start a new island. So they delete the old one, start a new one. That's the basic premise. But what happens is on the night they're about to create the next new island, somebody murders the whole council, like everybody. Right, jeez. Oh, now the prime suspect is this well, dude that's called just Rude. Yeah, dude called Henry, and they find him outside of the council chambers with a bloody knife and the blood of the councillors in his belly. So he's basically okay. drunk the blood of the people he's killed. But there's obviously more. OJ to still had more evidence against him than that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, the, but there's obviously more to. It. He's not. Ne- he is the killer, but is he the killer? Is he though? Easy, and the, that's the basically your job in the game. That would to... be my defense if I was a murderer. Yeah. Like, I'm Easy. though. Easy though. I'm though. 
Did I do it though? So what you've got to do is basically like Ace Ventura. So you've got to basically go around. Pet detective. Pet detective. Ace Ventura. You've got to. You've got to have a phobia against trans. <laughs> you people. have that's whales, what... dolphins. No, you're you're more like Ace Attorney is what I meant to say. Though. I that's was going to say. Old age. So you're a bit like Ace Attorney, not Ace Ventura. You know, Ace Ventura. Totally Although he is a detective, so he you know, yeah. But works. Ace Ventura doesn't age well because that base that whole movie is very transphobic. Yes, no, I'm sure it is. So you can't. can't so basically, you're saying you've got to hate trans people. Yeah. Throughout the game, is that what you're that's saying? That's pretty much it. That's that what you. As you can see, this here shows how weird this game is because there's a character who talks to you all the time and he's a bit weird and he has a triple X sticker over his willy. Who knows? Yeah. It literally is Japanese, not Japanese. don't know. Uh, so, yeah, basically, it's a bit like Ace Attorney. You've got to go around, question all the suspects. Objection. Speak to all the people on the island, find stuff out and figure out what actually happened. So that's kind of the premise. And it's massive. This island is huge. This and is a no up, from me, Stu. Yeah, I know. And there's a lot. To, <laughs> there is. I'm not kidding you, Chini. This is a hard no. There's a lot to read. Yeah. Right. And it's, no. it does. It's like, it's just a like Japanese game, right? So like when there's written dialogue, as you can see, right? But it'll just say the odd word, you know, like, oh, yes, I see. And then it'll obviously this massive load of dialogue that you've got to read. Yeah. You know, it's sort of like this. And some of the voice acting is just weird. Yeah, but I'm kind of liking it in a way. I'm going to persevere because I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm getting a bit intrigued now because some shit's gone down today. I went to speak to Henry, who's been accused of doing the killing, right? And he's been put in this weird isolation cell. You could thing. call him horrible Henry, couldn't you? Horrible Henry. Uh, but there's a woman who's like the the master. I don't know person in charge of all of the soldiers on the island. You could call her Margaret Thatcher. The master soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, she's definitely got some fucking sus shit going on. Like Margaret Thatcher. Like Margaret Thatcher. She's like, there's some, some sus about the timeline. Stuff doesn't add up. You know, mm-hmm. when things don't add up. I'm like, hold up a minute. It's some weird stuff. So, And it's quite cool because it, when you've talked to, obviously, like in Ace Attorney, when you've talked to someone else and you've gained some information, when you then go back and talk to another witness, you then, can then almost challenge them with the other stuff you've so for people that are struggling people. to visualize this game, because she's probably making it sound fantastic. It's Let me just good. explain what I'm IGN. Seeing. IGN just incidentally gave it a nine out of ten. IGN can go fuck themselves, right? So nine out never of ten they show. gave this game. This is what I'm seeing. <laughs> is a bunch of Uh-oh. JPEGs that somebody's drawn. Um of like it kind of looks like these Japanese Get like Ace Attorney, exactly like that when a character slides in from the right, bunch of text at the bottom, and nothing else is moving for ages. For example, there's a woman who's driving a car and you're sitting on the back seat. She's your fast travel, by the way. And there's just some some thing spinning in front of her. And this has been going on for like three minutes. And then I fast forward. Let's have a look. And it's just another character with three faces and yeah. yep. two and there's a four few of arms. Yeah, there's some weird people on this and island. And it's just a bunch of dialogue. It's constantly. a lot of reading. There is a lot, a lot of reading. And then now and again, you walk around first person. Um, yeah. Oh, no, you spend a lot of time walking around first person because you have now to and find again, these people. You walk around first person. Who are you going to believe? Um, <laughs> and it, there's skulls everywhere. And... 
Yeah, this is a no. <laughs> it's it's interesting. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued with the story. You know, You're I'm never like, going to finish this. I want to finish it on the Steam Deck. This is going to run yeah, I'll finish well it on the Steam, Steam Deck. deck. I want to know who there are 15 killed, frames. Who not, killed not because the it's a puzzle now. game. I'm in. Because I'm in. it's awful. Who killed them? And they just want the game to be over. Who killed the counselors? That's what I want to know, Chinny. Who killed them? Who um, killed the counselors? Who killed the counselors? It's like a shit forgotten city. I was just about to say, I've had my fill of Forgotten City. That was uh, that was a great game. Yeah, I think this actually, you know, now you come to mention Forgotten City. I think it's got some similar traits, to be honest. You don't say. I do. I think that is a bit of that DNA running through this in a, in a, in a much weirder way. Well, <laughs> Forgotten City you know, was well-received and popular. It's be Forgotten surprised City, if, uh... weird style. Uh. If it was based in some weird Japanese head, that's that's what this is. Um, but no, honestly, it's I'm intrigued. I want to know who, who killed them. Who killed them, man? Who's the fucking culprit? Who killed the counsellors? I want to know. Somebody just put it in chat. Yeah, please. Oh. Just spoil it for him. Don't, don't. <laughs> I don't want to doubt. It was you. Uh, it was you. As if anybody who listens to this live has any idea what this game is. They won't have even ever seen know. it before. Probably. They've probably saw it on Game Pass. I'm like, I'm not playing that weird shit. Correct. That's exactly. So you get blood crystals, by the way. I didn't mention the blood crystals. They're hidden all over the place. And you use those to unlock your fast travel points. That was worth saying. Just in case you ever want to play it, make sure you collect your blood crystals. Neil, Neil in the chat says he's completed it. Has he? Oh, I'm impressed. So good. Cool. Neil does look as weird. Re- weird. Has he really? What was that for real? What was, no, what was that deal? game that like yeah. he was championing for like game of the year last year and and he was inscription. Like, what was it? Inscription. Inscription was that it? Yeah, and he was like, yeah. "You've got to play it." Oh my god! I'm like Neil, Neil, <laughs> Neil, calm. He hasn't. Stop by the way, he's giving me stew vibes. No, well, sometimes you've got to big up these weird games because sometimes the gems in disguise. That's all I'm. Ian saying. Williams in the chat says, "No thanks." Oh well, you can no, only thanks. try. You can only try. Um, Neil hasn't else? finished this game. No, he knows. hasn't. Anything else from you, Fraser? Anything else from you? Yeah, I have actually. Uh, oh, good, good. I fired up. I did try Patrick's Paradox this morning. I saw a Duke fired it up, and I thought, oh, I'll try that because he was talking about it last week. I think. Oh, yes, God, that's right. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it looked like a pretty neat puzzle game, but it's not something I want to sit and play at my PC. No. Maybe, maybe on your Steam Deck, you could. Maybe Steam if I was, deck, yeah, maybe if I for a Steam Deck. That's right. If I had a little handheld or whatever, that something, something that you could put in your hands and yeah. just play while you're supposed yeah. to be with your wife. Correct. Something that could run low, you know, low. That fifteen yeah. frames that a second, could run, no problems. I don't know, for for twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was pretty neat, but yeah, I, I, it's not really my thing. Uh, but I did try it. Uh, but I'll tell you what, I did fire up, because um, I got an Xbox S last week. And so ah. it's been starting to fill the hard drive and going through Game that. Pass. Oh, that's interesting. Oh. Yeah. And uh, so, so I'm a little bit more invigorated on my couch gaming. Yes. And I loaded up. Yes. Well, my son loaded up. He was playing a game just before I, on my Xbox One, just before I changed it. He's been playing Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Uh-huh. I love that game. I love right. it. By our... By Platinum, they did it, right? Didn't they? Yeah. Vengeance? Just amazing. I love right. that game. 
and the combat is superb. It's just watching. And you fight it. the president for the last pass. Oh yeah, and I was sitting watching him play loads of it. Like it's such a great game. It is yeah. slick. And then I was sitting there going through Game Pass, and I was going, "Oh yeah, I think I'm going to give Vanquish a go." So I downloaded Vanquish. Oh, oh yeah. the great game! And I'm like, and I, and. To be honest, I mean, I, I started playing it again. I went through the t- tutorial, and I think I will play some more of it. I've got a sneaking suspicion I probably won't play a lot of it. I loved yeah. it when it came out. But that being said, it's just great to dip your toe in again and just be reminded, like, how good Platinum Games were. There was that brief... Because yeah. they did one of the Bayonettas, didn't they? They did all the Bayonettas. They did, they did all of them, yeah. The Bayonetta... Again, I know people, Duke fucking pisses all over Bayonetta and stuff, but... The combat in that game is just ridiculous. Bayonetta combat is fucking phenomenal. Right. It makes you feel amazing. Yeah, and there's and this this was the same, right? When you got your sliding all together and were taking things on and whatnot, it was fast, it was frenetic, but it was tight, right? Oh, definitely. And platinum did that so well or do that so well. They're the masters of combat. That it's, you know, it's worth another look for sure. And then that's why a lot of us were pretty disappointed when that dragon game got cancelled right because that's what they were working yeah. on yeah um i can't remember yep. what it's called now who knows dragon heart was it something like that probably dragon's bane god knows barney uh, the dinosaur I don't know, I can't remember this. so uh barney the dinosaur um, yeah i think platinum are just you know that's when it's nice it's nice when you have you know enough knowledge that you sort scale of get, down get, scale down scale, scale down, down. Yeah, there you um, go. it's nice to be aware of these studios and follow what they do and and um and have access to it as well i didn't have to do you know all i did was press download yep came 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 downstairs this morning you know the xbox has downloaded it says all right we're just going to retrieve just hang on a second please caller we're just going to retrieve your xbox 360 information (laughs) and i had a completely different microsoft experience than Stu. you know they did what i needed them to do and uh made it all seamless getting the xbox series s set up was seamless i just sort of plugged it in or whatever i mean there were some hardwiring issues but that was my end um well actually it was their end because they didn't have an optical out but they, but you know whatever uh put in the series s it was just like do you want to oh we know you've got a load of stuff you know profiles saved in the cloud do you want us to load that up for you yeah like yeah please and it did yeah. and okay we're missing that next gen console experience where everything's new and there's a new new user interface and everything's you know oh my god it's so exciting we're in the next generation okay we haven't really got that but i was quite thankful just to have a console that easily updated uh and i could just carry on you know it feels like my xbox one has just been given a whole new lease of life and been refreshed you know yeah. that's that's where we are i guess with those consoles but, yeah the one um, I've, i mean that's what i've got uh series s and it's fine you know i have no issues with it and it's so small yeah you know what i mean when you look it's such a compact little thing and it's perfect you know stick it under the telly jobs are good and- and it just and I'm works. Looking, and I'm looking at the uh, at the Vanquish stuff here. I didn't even get into some proper fighting yet. So yeah, I'm not done with that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back in and have some. Fights. I love how he has a cigarette to heal. Yeah, yeah. You never get away with that. <laughs> it really now. was a different time, wasn't it? You'd never yeah. get away with that. Now. Yeah, it, Can you imagine? It's show, you know, it's showing its age a little bit. You know, for sure, obviously. Uh, but again, you know, it can get away with it, right? Because oh, definitely. Because, it, you know, the gameplay. If the gameplay's good, the gameplay can last. 
yep. you know, and that's what's so great about it. You know that the gameplay, I know that the gameplay is great on it. So that's why I'm looking forward so to it. So Platinum, they haven't had like a hit after hit. You know, they had the Vanquish, they had Anarchy Reigns, Metal Gear Revengeance, uh, Bayonetta 2, Transformers Devastation, Star Fox Zero, which was their sort of first, this is not a great game. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they did. Mutants in Manhattan, I've never heard of. But no, near Automata or Automata or Tomato, or whatever I called it. <laughs> Automata. Uh, their near near was their big sort of game yeah. that did really, really well. But after that, they had Astral Chain. I don't know Astral Chain very well. Um no, I've never heard of that. No. I have heard of Astral Chain, but I just no one I haven't really heard people talk about it. Because they're not the hit machine they used to be, Fraser. I suppose is is the thing you're sort of mentioning. Is like, well, they they are willing to try something different, I guess, which is probably where those games came in. You know, they were like, yeah. right, let's give this a go. The wonderful 101 remastered yeah. World yeah. of Demons, uh, and then this year they've got Soul Cresta, Babylon's Fall, and Bayonetta three. Apparently, Bayonetta three, fucking hell! I bought a Switch for that. I can't even I am believe still that's not waiting. Out. I know, I'm still waiting. I thought it. I even had to go check the other day. I was like, "Did that ever come out?" No, just, I'm no. still waiting. But I only like actually you, bought but, a switch for that, but it's never come out. It's like you said, you know, there was just a point, and I think Vanquish just, uh, you know, I'm just getting so nostalgic in my old age. Vanquish just yeah. reminds me of a really, really quality period of Xbox 360, where the game, where the, yeah. the console was really finding its form. Yeah. Games, there were some tremendous games coming Between out. Between 2007 and 2012, I think games were just on fire. Were, every yeah, year is like a pretty hit year between that period. There were just so many good games. Oh, so I said a bit earlier is the heyday of video games. Yeah. 20, 2013 was. was like, 2014 was notoriously a really bad year for video games. <clears throat> Not a lot. Yeah. Like Shadow of Mordor came out and that one game of the year. That was like the best game to come out. Yeah, which is mad when you think about it. Yeah. And I think Dragon Age Igigwig was also sort of like the big game that year. And I like that. I, I enjoyed that game. But 2013 was also the year that the new consoles came out when the Xbox yeah. One and PlayStation 4 came out. So, yeah, like between, between 2007 and 20, 2013 probably because uh, you got GTA 5 in 2013 and, and all that sort of stuff and obviously there's been decent years in between I think 2015 is a because you, you're a big Metal Gear 5 fan aren't you Fraser and I'm uh, not you know actually actually I mean I played it you know Metal Gear 5 Solid 5 is the same as I think as Breath of the Wild is the same as now Halo Infinite and in that you have these tremendous open world games that you know I've particularly Metal Gear Solid 5 and Breath of the Wild, you have two games there, which I spent anywhere between 100 and 200 hours each. Yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed my time, couldn't put them down. Yeah. And yet I don't really think they were that great. It's really weird, That's right? You know, to me, I miss the traditional Zelda games. I miss the traditional Metal Gear Solid games. Those yeah. It's open world thing that is tremendous, but I don't think it's quite the experience. It's a it's a diff, totally different experience. I don't know mm. why to say I don't like them is odd and probably not true. Yeah, but it's funny, isn't it? Because Mass Effect games, which we're playing now, are considered open world games. Really, they're considered sort of do anything, choose anything, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But really, they're just a bunch of missions. Yeah, they're a bunch of dungeons. Bunch <laughs> of dungeons that you could just pick roughly what order you want to do them in, and they all have their own. And then you've got a few little hub worlds that you can wander around and andromeda was like 
here are four fuck off massive worlds and that's where it falls apart because mass effect is this nice tight game we tight 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 it is tight and andromeda <laughs> is this just this big wobbly mess of like, mess is a mess there's some gems in there but like yeah so you, you, what you're saying fraser is like these massive open like, like bigger 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 in actually you know this nice focused uh game uh, isn't a bad thing, but you, yeah. maybe that's what appealed to you about Guardians of the Galaxy is this like sort of focused experience, but it's not. I think so. Not. And there's also something to do, I think, with like Metal Gear Solid 5. You know, you get to the end and you do what you need to do, but the game goes, well, you can go, you can carry on now. And so you do, you go on and you carry on, and you get some better weapons and stuff, and then it fizzles out, right? And you just go, oh, okay, I'm going to stop playing. It. Yeah. And the same with Breath of the Wild. It's like I finally killed Ganon. It's like, okay, well, you can still go around and, yeah. You know, yeah, for example, I've, it I've just got fizzles I've, out, whereas that you don't have that grand finale of the game is complete and over. And I've got a video here of Metal Gear Solid, and it's the whole game walkthrough, right? And it's the video length is twenty hours and forty four minutes, right? Yeah, and twelve hours there are credits, right? Wow! So there's tw- like about halfway through there's credits, and then there's another like ten hours of the game. And that's a guy who's focused on what he's doing. And that's a guy. That's a guy who's showing you the quickest way to go through it. Yeah. So what is that about? I don't know. You know, and that's so funny to say. Yeah, you know, do I? Do I feel a bit indifferent towards it? It's a phenomenal game. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's never really appealed to me, Metal Gear. I've never really. I remember when I was a kid, and my mate was telling me about this game where. You know, like you can use ketchup to make it look like blood, and that will get you out of prison and this sort of stuff. And I, he showed me those scenes in the game, and I was like, "Wow, this is amazing!" And you were talking, or somebody was talking about it the other day that the opening scene in Metal Gear Solid One is like imprinted in my memory, even though I haven't really played Metal Gear Solid. So that's how yeah. good of a game it was. It sort of set a scene in a time where. Games didn't really have a feel about them. They didn't really have this like sort of world about them. So I can sort of understand why it was successful, and it probably is a vict- it, the reason why it's still successful. I still talks about it is because it was it was there in the early days. But I, I just don't think these games are. I don't know. They're just really overblown now. I really think that they're just. I think crazy. so. Well, you know, I think they get a lot of a pass because you know at the time when something like Metal Gear Solid came out, you know. You had a, you know, Hideo Kojima is put on this pedestal for a reason, right? Yeah. You know, because he was such a visionary, and he was like, "This is what we can do with this console." Like, I can't even, I, you know, I, I just, you're in the, you're in the presence of a genius, you know, a guy, you know, everybody can talk to you about, you know, the the different weird things in Metal Gear Solid, like having to plug in the different controller, when, and the guy can read your memory card and tells you about what's on there, and I can read your mind and all this sort of stuff. Like, none of us had ever seen anything like that before. Like, but in the same breath, the genius that you talk of makes this scene that we're seeing now, where a man is drowning a very attractive woman, but not head down, head back, so it looks like, you know, he's doing her, and then you can see her boobs, and then she's died. So it's all this weird. Well, sort of, no one said he was perfect. You know uh, what I mean? It's just it's yeah. always weird. And then they said the reason why he designed a character the way she looks is because he wanted women to cosplay like that 
it's it's the same as Quentin Tarantino, right? Pop yeah. fiction is a phenomenal game, and then but you don't need to speak to anyone who tells you how weird he is and his yeah. foot fetishes and and you know and uh, uh, you know. Uh, okay, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It's weird. It's weird. Like, I just can't get behind the guy. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, Strange. I guess so. Um, he is a bit weird. I mean, have you played Death Stranding, by the way? I, I have not got on with Death Stranding. Um, that is just I, a weird guy. Yeah, yeah. I've not got on with it at all. Um, but, you know, there are You've other... You've tried it, though. You've I, it got it, yeah, I've got it installed here, and I've played a bit of it, and I just say I haven't really got on with it. It's just not grabbed me, you know. I don't know. You know, but I was in the, in, in the Metal Gear Solid hook from the start, I guess, so so that's why I stuck with it. But yeah. Um, okay, I've only got one more thing to quickly. I've been I've been having another uh, bit of a fiddle on virtuoso. I thought I'd you know try and make another tune. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I think it went all right actually. You I, know about I, this Fraser? Do you know about our virtuoso? Yeah, I've been I've I been do. giving him some heads up. I was like, I think you might okay. have a, you should have a go at this. Make something. Yeah, I mean, Stu sent me his track that he's been working on, and I will say, you know, it's I, I'm quite impressed. I listened to it. You like it a little bit hard there, Stu, I think. I think you're fine. You know, you're leaning towards making some harder tunes there. Um, I know. Yeah. It, it, what's weird is it's kind of it's kind of ambient in the background. Right. <laughs> but quite a hard beat. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what shall I do? So I'm yeah, kind of. I, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I, I'm of the opinion. See, these things, it's typical with music making things or whatever. It's like. I, on paper, I should love this sort of stuff and get get at it, but I'm I'm always of the I just can't do it justice. There are just people out there who can do much better work at this than me. You know, it's why why would I? You know, look, you d- you don't know till you try. I, I, I hear you. I, I hear say. you. I feel like and I think that mentality, Fraser. I wouldn't do anything. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing I would say to you, Fraser, is this: right, having having a bit of DJ knowledge helps. Because obviously you know about phrasing, you know when stuff should come in and come out and things like that, and it does make a difference. Because I thought I won't be able to make, and I'm, don't get me wrong, I don't think anything I've made is amazing. It but, is. Don't say yourself short. No, no, no. But I do think being able to DJ makes a big difference because you 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 know how music should work, when beats should start, when they should stop. You know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. So, but I also know, like, I'll I'll, I'll do something. I'll go. Well, that's. Not really up to par. Is no, but what's it? cool? I have. I'm not really as musical as as you know. What I like about it is once you've you lock your beat in, you can just play around. You can just go right. How does this sound if I put this over it? How does this sound if I layered this? And you can. I didn't know this until today, Chini. But you can have up to sixty four layers. Oh, really? <laughs> so that's the maximum number of things you can have going at one time if you wanted to. I haven't played it again since. Uh... I mean, Chinny, did you hear Chinny's from last week? I heard the showdown. The showdown. I I was was shouting. I was shouting at the at the the iPad. But Chinny's was amazing. You know, I was just so impressed. You know, and he'd only done a little bit of fiddling. He'd only scratched the surface. I took took my VR to work um, to show some people at work, and uh, Ollie he likes music and instruments, and I was like. Have a go on it. Have a go on it. And he was, he, he was, he, about like an hour later, he was like looking to buy one. Do you know what I mean? He was like, oh, oh, yeah. I can I buy one? And the guy in the office who doesn't really play games that much, he was like, I might buy one. Yeah, this is, this is good. And mini golf went down well. Mini golf. That, by the way, I, I never talked well. about this. I've, I've downloaded the Sweet Topia 
uh, map on mini golf. So I've got that as well. I love mini golf. It's such a good game. Yeah. Yeah. So well done. Slick. That, that really to me is like the best multiplayer game in, in VR at the moment. Yeah, you because know, it just works so well. And then, have you seen what's coming this coming soon in in mini golf? Uh, no, I haven't read the mini golf weekly. They are they are bringing mist. The mist island oh, is going yeah. to be made into yeah. a golf course. I can hear Duke buying a VR now. No, he won't. Not for that. But I think he'd be impressed by it. But I don't think he'd ever buy one. But no, yeah, what he would say would be like, so. "Why would you want to play? Why would you want to play golf around that island?" That's what he'd say. Yeah. Um, yeah, virtual. So the only thing I would love it to have. What was kind of interesting? I, I read something today by the someone in one of the reviews on uh, Oculus had put. I just wish there was some more traditional instruments as well as the other yeah, stuff you've well, got. You know, yeah, just yeah. like a piano or a guitar, even yeah. if it's just a sound. Yeah. You know, right? You know. And he said, "Well, when we did the VR thing, we wanted it to be like a VR, like unique to VR sort of thing." Which I kind of get. No. Well, sometimes you just want out. a traditional sound when, you, like today, when I wanted like a trumpety sound, which yeah. I kind of got. There is no reason for him not to put. You know, and, and if he doesn't, Stu. Somebody else fucking will. Yeah, yeah. So he might I think as well needs, do it. You can have traditional instruments alongside your weirdo ones. That's fine. And give us a give us the best of both. Give, worlds. Us, give, give us a weird package and a traditional package. You know, yeah. Just... So he's going to do it anyway. He does. He didn't say he's going to do it, but he did say there's a lot of new features coming and the, hopefully some timelines, which would make things a lot easier. So you can drop your stuff into timelines rather than relying on just you know turning things on and off at the right time when you yeah. when you're making a tune. Um, but I tried to do a bit more freeform stuff today. So I, Mad like the, bastard. I know. The melody stuff that I played on it was kind of just doing it. Just doing it. I didn't Was even... that a cat, Fraser? Is that a cat? That's my dog. That's your dog. That's a dog. So, yeah, Virtuoso is really good. I'm really impressed with people. Your, your, your office liked it, Ginny. That's cool. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. a cool little bit of tech. For the price of, of entry, I <gasps> think it's, it's the dog. great. There's the dog. There's the dog. There's the dog. Uh, I think it's fine. Wow. Right. On that note, we we have got a speak pipe and an email, and we're going to play it through so mad they, technology through means. Mad technology. Actually, me. We've been doing that long. My speakers turned off. Need to get that back. Whoop. That's a noise meaning it's come on. Yeah, I know, we're yeah, familiar with technology. We know it makes noise. I know, I know it's quite impressive, isn't it? Oh, there we go. It's connected now. Did you? Like but he that? does that every time. Fraser, you know, even like like the forty thousand time he's done it at home, he's like, oh, uh, it's connected. Oh, it's connected. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. right, okay. <laughs> Uh, we're going to play it. I'll just need to get the link. So I feel like Duke now, for like you know, messing with time. Right, here we go. Are you ready? Here it yeah. comes. Anytime now. Hey there, Veteran Gamers Podcast. Uh, this is Dave Ernsberger calling in through your speak pipe. Uh, I started listening to your podcast uh, when the pandemic uh, erupted, and I've been enjoying it ever since. Uh, so keep up the good work. I'm calling in uh, just to uh, vent, I suppose, uh, or at least share my view. Uh, I downloaded Elden Ring uh, shortly after its release date, uh, 25th of February, 2022, Google assures me. Uh, based on all the uh, great reviews, the, uh, the, the strong coverage, uh, Edge gave it a 10, and so on and so on. But something in me said I just wasn't going to love it. 
Uh, though I downloaded it anyways, because you can't be part of the gaming discussion without understanding this year, at least what's happening in Elden Ring. I put off playing it, um, played everything I could in between. I played a lot of Kirby, uh, finished that game. I, I finished platinuming Far Cry 6, uh, and then uh, finally sat down uh, this week and started playing Elden Ring. Got as far as the cave of knowledge and knew it wasn't for me. Anyways, I just wanted to share that, uh, get your take on it. Uh, I figured you'd understand where I'm coming from. Uh, thanks. Catch you later. Great name. Great name. Well, the first thing you want to know is how long well, How long did he leave it for? Did he buy it on Steam and can he get the refund? Oh, yeah, man, there's a thing. But mind you, you've got a limit to how long you can have played it for. Yeah, how long? Uh, I think the fountain part. of knowledge thing is too. It probably took him quite a while, I would imagine. I don't know. I haven't got there yet. I've only played a bit of it, though, but I've probably played more than you, you're allowed to play before you can get a refund. Mm. 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 It's, it's a difficult one because I think the problem is it's almost been touted as this, you know, if you didn't like Dark Souls, you're probably going to like this because it's it's a lot more accessible and it's a lot more that's this. Not, and it's not, lot... That's not the way I heard it. But uh, that's not... I hear this through. is Dark Souls 4 open world. That's what I hear. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. I mean, yeah. I I spent about... Neil says that the, the cave of knowledge is at the beginning of the game. Is that the first? Oh, is that when you do the the tutorial thing? You see, I didn't I didn't do that to begin with because I thought it was a trap. So there's a tutorial that you just walk past, but this old dude goes, you need to drop down in this hole. And it's like, yeah, right. Neil says, yep. Hardy Dan says, yep. It's that. It's yeah, the tutorial so that, hole. See, I didn't even know what that was called. Jesus the tutorial Christ. hole. So I, there is a little boss fight in that, which I actually did first time, which I was quite impressed with. Um, but yeah, it's it's not it's just not going to be It might be so within it, the two hours, though. It probably is. Oh, no, it definitely will be if that's all he's done. There we go. It could definitely get just get a refund. refund you, it. Get it refunded if you if you bought it on. Steam. Get it refunded. Get it Buy refunded. a Steam Deck. Buy a Steam Deck and play it on that. Might be play better. Play it on that. <laughs> play it on the. It'll Steam be a better deck. game on that, Dave. Yeah, I'm not yeah, buying Dave. into it. I'm not buying into the Elden Ring hype. I, I you know, I'm, I can wait it out. I, can I, I just it. feel like it's a fight that I'm not in. Fraser, do you know what I mean? Like I'm not. It's like when the Celtics play the Rangers, I'm like, I don't know. Like, whatever, man. Like, you, you do you. I have no idea because it just doesn't affect me in any way. Yeah, but I think that with this, with this, there's been something that hasn't happened with the games. You know, I, this this has done what more than a, than a, other games have done in terms of drawing people in on the Yeah, on it's probably fear, the most on that popular... fear of missing out, right? You know, it's like... Yeah. I got to get on the hype train. I'm, you know, and I think uh, in a in a, in a year where we don't have many games coming out as well, like that, like really yeah. big. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. it is true. It is true. It's the biggest like game like Halo so Infinite. I, like I didn't really, I didn't think. I thought Halo Infinite was it looked great and whatever, but I really, you know, thank God it was Game Pass, right? You know, and we could all yeah. be on the hype train and then realize that the train's a little bit crappy. It's a bit rickety that train. Yeah, rickety. Um, yeah, no, I think I think you're right. I, it's not going to be for everyone, even though you think it might be, because obviously, 
you've read things that say it's more accessible and all that kind of stuff. It's still at its heart. It's still a dark soul. Oh, game. I know. And if you were, uh, if, you, if, you listen, if you're on the seal podcast and listening to us, Neil droning on and on about it. The only, the only thing every I've, week, like yeah. the <laughs> only thing I would say is that makes it more accessible uh, than the souls games is the fact that, there's like a safe spot between like at the in front of every boss fight, basically. So, you know, you can go off, get a bit stronger, then you just fast travel back to that, you know, that point and you can have another go. So you're yeah. not constantly having to fight through a load of shit to get to the boss again. I mean, Neil has to fight for a load of shit when he talks about it on the show. Do you know I what I mean? I bet he does. I bet he does. <laughs> just going on and on and on about it. You know? oh. But yeah, thanks, Dave. By the way, great name. We like the name. I'm not gonna lie. I've said it to. I'm gonna. I'm looking forward to playing it. But I'm just. It's not. I, I'll wait. I can wait. I can wait. Yeah. And by the way, I think that's the first time we've ever heard of Dave. Dave Ernsberger. What a great name. I'd, great I'd buy name. Volcano Insurance off that guy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm sorry you didn't get on with it, Dave. I wonder what's sorry, next. Dave. You know, but yeah. it's weird though, Dave. Dave. Hang on, before we... Hello, Dave. Dave. Come on, Yo, Dave. Yo, Dave. I'm assuming it's not the rapper, Dave. Right, no, so Dave... Dave the rapper. Uh, you bought it, you fell for it, and, and you knew you wasn't going to like it. And you, you then you didn't like it. Like, trust yourself, Dave. <laughs> Dave, trust you need to yourself. believe in yourself. Trust your gut. You know. Uh, for me, I don't know about you, Fraser and Stu, but like, I... Sometimes I'll just see a game. I'm like, bam, I've got to play that. Like PUBG was one. Rocket League was another where I'll see it. And I'm like, oh my God, that's just blown my mind. I need to play that. I've got the itch to play that. But yeah, like that, I, I, these days, Elden Ring, I just like, I hear people talk about it. I'm like, yeah, it sounds good. It looks pretty. It's nice. But you see, I, as you know, I'm well aware I bought this game knowing that I probably won't like it. But so you're as bad as Dave. Oh, definitely. I'm totally as bad oh, as Dave. No one's as bad as Dave. No. But no, Dave's the worst. Me, <laughs> Dave, Dave's terrible. Sorry, but part Dave. of me is like... <laughs> this is I'm why people gonna, don't fucking send speak posts to the I show. I feel right? like I need to have a go. Yeah. I need to try and uh, one day... You want in, right? You well, want in. in one of these games. Yeah, I want to be part of the crowd that is good at yeah. these games. No, knowing I would never. So does Dave. Be. You and Dave I are alive. I never will be because I'm old and my reflexes aren't fast enough. Well, we don't know. And how I press old a, the wrong is. button. I don't think it's and reflexes I, though. And I roll like into that. the enemy no. rather than rolling away. You know what I mean? No, it's not. It's not reflexes. It's nothing. That's not a good excuse. I think well, it is. It's Part patience. It is. It's well, patience it and thought and just taking your time. Neil's yeah. just typed something in the chat, which means I can't speak to him ever again, which he's <laughs> just put Elden Ring <laughs> is greater than Mass Effect. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Can we kick him out of the PUBG crew? Is that can, you, ban- can you can kick do. him out of the podcast? He's not podcast. in the PUBG crew. Oh, well, you can't PUBG. kick him out of it then, can you? Yeah. Too good for it anyway. Too anyway. good well, thank right. you, Dave. We Thanks, do Dave. appreciate the Dave, hey, send some more in. Send Stu, some more Stu, in. What if what if somebody was listening to that speak pop and gone, I, I'd yeah. want to send the speak. What, what do you, they do? Look, you literally just Google veteran gamer speak pipe and it literally comes up instantly. Right. From at what the top, I can go. Right at the top. 
right at the top. You can do it from your phone. I your assume phone, I can do it from a phone. PC. Uh, you can do it from your PC, PC. Your Steam Deck. You can do it from. Steam, do it from your Steam Deck. Yeah. You can yeah. do it from your. You could do it from your Quest headset, maybe. You could do I it your fridge. Through fridge, fridge, tablet. Yeah. All sorts you of stuff. You can literally do it from anything. Just do it like that. And I'm uh, about to read an email. What would you do if you wanted to send one of those, Ginny? Where would you send that to? You would send that to podcast.veterangamers.co.uk. See, it's that easy. It really like, tell us what you think. Fraser, I don't think people understand. We read any shit that we people do. send. We do. Can yeah. I just say the email I'm about to read says, be careful with this message. Gmail could not verify that it actually came from this person. Avoid clicking links, downloading attachments, or replying with any personal information. So, so Stu Uh-oh. even Stu I'm on the read show this. has read, read it. spam, Fraser. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, going to read it out. He's read I'm going to read this out. So if you I'm email ready. the show, <laughs> you will be read out. You will definitely Unless be read. We miss it, but, uh, yeah. Anyway, this email is is entitled Bomb Dia. Okay. Bom dia. I think that's hello in Portuguese, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Bom dia. And it's from another great, can I just say another great name? I hope he doesn't mind me reading out his full name, but it's a great name. It's a great name. Gary Walker-Jones. It's a double-barrel name. I like that. That's got a nice punch at the end. It has. Gary Walker-Jones. Gary Walker-Jones. But yeah, cool name. Anyway, he says it's good evening, gentlemen and veteran audience. Hello. Good evening. I was listening to last Sunday's show whilst walking the pooch and keeping her away from children. It's not that she would bite them or anything. It's just that she was not blessed with beauty and tends to scare them. Uh, she, was a rescue dog. Me. she was a rescue dog living on the streets here, almost starved to death and so kind uh, of us. We like found her, basically. Uh, see the picking, you'll know what I mean. And, and the dog's called Dobby. And it's a pretty Dobby. scary, it's a pretty, you know, when they have these, I don't know, picture of this dog, but let's have a look at Dobby. Have you got it up, Let me find it. Sure, uh, all dogs are great. Look, right. Yeah, I, my dogs are rescued too. Eh? I mean, this so in the nicest, oh boy, oh geez. I mean, this in the nicest Jesus possible Christ. way. But you know, when they have those get it off the screen, ugly dog competitions in America. This is kind of like one of those. It's <laughs> funny as well because on I'm I'm putting it on the screen and it says we are talking about Death Stranding, which is what looks like the dog. <laughs> it's from oh, Death Stranding. This, this is this is a dog. Uh, yeah, look, that dog's got character. I yeah. like it. I like the dog. <laughs> anyway, yeah. anyway, he says. Anyway, I digress. I was listening to the show about the pricing of Game Pass and the new Sony Pass. When you were applauding the fact that if you paid a upfront with Sony yearly subscription, it was significantly cheaper than the monthly fee. Uh, Not sure if you know, but this is the same with Xbox Game Pass. If you are willing to perform a couple of extra steps. Are you ready for this? I was paying the monthly subscription of 12 uh, euros 99 uh, for Ultimate. Not sure what the subscriptions are in Freedom Dollars or Boris Bung's. Uh, when I was told of the possibility of upgrading from Xbox Live Gold. Basically, you need to ensure your Game Pass subscription has expired and then purchase X amount of months of gold. Apply these to your Microsoft account. And... Uh, he's, he's froze. All of the gold months okay. to Ultimate. We'll just pretend he didn't freeze. Carry on, Stu. Uh, yeah, did, did you hear any of that? Uh, yeah, he only froze for a little second. bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, you see, it's very, it's very technical instructions. This, so I don't want. I thought so my internet had crapped out again. I was having a, my heart rate went up a bit there. No, no. So, no. 
if you let your game pass lapse, right, and then by say three times 12 months of Xbox Gold subscription, mm-hmm. so like three years basically of, of Xbox Gold, yeah, if you then buy one month of Game Pass Ultimate, it upgrades all of your. I'm just going to stop you there. You're I losing Fraser. Are we? No, not not internet-wise. I mean, just emotionally. Oh, why? Because I could see your face, Fraser. You went like this. No, because I'm just thinking there. My face right there is just like, that was at the start of Game Pass, wasn't it? When everybody everybody piled well, on he's, extra he's years. He's saying this is still a thing. I don't know whether it's is still... It? I don't know. I don't know whether this still works or not. Um, But the funny it's... thing is, I don't understand why everybody... The, like I buy my, I've bought my Game Pass in year chunks. It's definitely cheaper. Like that's how you yeah. save money, right? I mean, that's no different from the PlayStation. But like then he said, buying... but he, he says he basically applied these to his account. Then he bought one month of Game Pass Ultimate from Microsoft Store, which then upgraded all of his gold to Ultimate, keeping the same end date. Mm, maybe. So he paid 145 euros and got three years of Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah, where the regular price would have been 468 euros, mm. saving him over yeah. 300 euros. But I know, does I, I, that like work? I, say, I don't know. I think we all did that at the well, we all, I think a load of us did that at the start. I'm surprised it's still working, but if he's done it recently, fair play to him. Apparently, three years is the maximum, maximum you can buy up front. You can buy three years of gold up front. So you know, mm. uh, maybe just a year, and that year would cost fifty-seven euros rather than one hundred and fifty-six euros. So it's all legit and above board. Microsoft even publicised the upgrade option. Mm. So apparently, don't they do that? They just want your money. They don't they care. They just want money. They don't just care. Take it. Uh, worth worth looking into when renewal date comes around. I wish I'd have known that fucking two days ago. <laughs> anyway, sounds law. Sounds law. That is. Um, I've not forgotten about the the Nando's question. Do you know what I said about Nando's? Did he have Nando's in Portugal? Oh yeah. So obviously he lives in Portugal. So here we go. Are you ready? See, when, I, when I was in Lisbon, I didn't see what. Right. Okay. I've not forgotten about the Nando's question. I must admit I've never been in one, ah, so I see. can't tell you if it's any good or bad. I would not think the British palate would find the traditional Portuguese food here in the north too appealing, to be honest. I have been here eight years and only just getting used to some of it. There is a lot of salted codfish, uh, bacalo, I'm assuming that might be right or wrongly pronounced, uh, recipes, as well as dishes containing offal, like cabadella, which is rice cooked in chicken blood and vinegar. It really is as bad as it sounds. (laughs) Uh, Tripas eos malhos, which is tripe and offal, Another nope. Uh, and it's all a pastel de natas, egg custards, and vinho verde, which is green wine. Uh, when I have a trip to the Blighty, I will make the effort to go to Nando's and get one down my neck and I'll report back in. Yeah. Uh, keep up the good work, gents. Look forward to the shows. GWJ. That's how he signed off. So there you go. So. No, There's still no Nando's in Portugal. Still no Nando's. No Nando's in. So Portugal, what's going on? As far on? as we know, as far as we, it's a know. conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. Well, right. thanks for the email. It's a good email. Yeah, that's about it. By the we way, we had that's... a picture and a story and everything. We had a great. picture, we had a story. Um, 
yeah, so that's about it, guys. I think we need to do some shout outs and get out of here. Oh, by the way, X Rider said Duke looks better than before. There you go, just saying, oh. Fraser. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so we'll go to, we will come to you, Fraser, first for your shout outs. Uh, I'll just give a shout out to uh, to the boys then. The Seal Podcast is our podcast. You can, you know. Uh, by the way, so, did you see what us. Soul Brother put just out of interest? He put, wow, it's Fraser. I thought he stopped playing video games since there hasn't been a game punches in forever. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd moved, yeah, moved on. I not even I? know Seal about the Seal moved Podcast. Moved on, yeah, yes. Yeah, see, Seal Podcast, we're up to 120 episodes now, so we're doing all wow. right. We've been, we've been at it for, I think this is around about the third we've done three years of it now wow. so time flies time does fly um, yeah i think that's just that's you know what we were saying at the start it's just interesting that we're all you know we're so now we all have a history of podcasting and doing these things and knowing each other and interacting online it's all uh it's all really good and worth a lot and uh and and make no bones i do not uh at at any point not appreciate um the guys that I podcast with, Neil, Dave, and uh, Pilch, you know, it's just, uh, it's, it's a great good bunch. Man. Yeah, good yeah, bunch. we really, really, really enjoy it, you know, and that's. I'll, the, I'll that's get worried when Pilch joins the crew, though, because he tends to kill podcasts, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He joins I'm and not, then they finish. I, I, we're not, we're not going to let him kill it. No, no he's not no. allowed to. No, no. Um, but he's been a great addition, you know, it's yeah, been great yeah. having him on board and, um, you know, and, and, and Dave and Neil, I think it's just been, just been great. Right. You know, we mm -hmm. just sit and chew the, chew the fat. And if you, if you've never listened to us, come on over half of it. It's the same as this. You guys evolved. You guys, I think, I think we, we trailblazed a little bit and you evolved slightly after us to being a podcast that talks absolute utter shit for half of it. <laughs> and, then, totally uh, and then finally totally gets true. around to talking about some games, yeah. but you know, we but it's eventually. But it's evident that we do it because we enjoy it, right? You know, it's uh power talk, power tool talk is is power tool, it's the future. Favorite, it's the future my favorite feature of the show. I mean, it's not an actual feature, but it's a feature that I you just talk about power tools. You can't beat a good power it's tool, though, can it's you? Important, can't be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah for mm. sure. Yeah. Everyone needs a decent drill. That's what I say. Well, it's funny you say that because my dad, he's got a running <laughs> joke with me now. He phone every time he phones me, he tries to persuade me to buy a new battery powered drill. Oh. Like, I, don't, he, he, I don't think he just can't. He's, I think my dad is just like, he's an, he's an old guy. He's in his eighties now. And I think he's just, some things just fascinate him. It's just like yeah. the future is here, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, a, and a, you know, if you grew up like we did, you know, you know, back in the, in the, in the eighties or whatever, like battery powered stuff was pretty shit. Oh right? yeah. Terrible. You know, and now, you know, my dad, the fact he can take a battery powered drill down to the down to the allotment, you know, a mile from the house and he can attach, you know, a circular saw to it and do all his jobs and come back. I mean, he's just he's a, he's living in the future. He's yeah. living his, his mind best life. is blown. His <laughs> mind is blown. He's living his best life. So, you know, the power. Yeah, that's that's real life. You know, I talked to him about power tools as well. It's great. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah my, my dad just talks about automated cars a lot. Because right. these they're 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 everywhere now. Have you seen them, Mark? I went, no, no one's no one's driving them. I've never seen one. Everybody's scared of them. Like no, and it's like they're everywhere. They're trolling in California. There's there's more driverless cars than driven cars. I was like, no, there isn't that. No. I see lots of videos about them, but they're all the videos where they don't do what they're supposed. Yeah, where to they do. run them over, <laughs> which is the best part. Yeah. 
Oh, uh, I didn't see that truck because it was the same color as the sky. But my my dad is like <laughs> he's a very similar age to your dad. He's uh, he's coming up to eight. He's like seventy eight, and he he um, yeah, he's just fascinated by by technology and what's he embraces it, and he he good. He, he, but he he just he, he can't let it go. He's like, oh my god, like isn't it amazing? And I'm like, I know this is where I'm going to be. Like, I know. This is going to be me. We That's are like you. that, though, because, you yeah. know, people, you know, we can sit here and gush about, you know, a video game, you know, and 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 90 percent of the population is probably just going, what the fuck are they talking about? Mm. Right. Really? I mean, we were just talking about the golden era of video games, which was 2007 to 2013. And people are just like, exactly. we're talking about Elden rings out. Shut up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ginny, over to you. Shouty outs. Um. Um. Something well, shout out to Marsh, my best mate Marsh. He's his birthday is on Tuesday. Oh, happy uh, birthday! Shout out to my little niece who uh, is three years old. She caught COVID. Oh, so, yes. you mentioned and I was that. with her yesterday, so I don't know how that's gonna go, but hey, who ho. knows? Hey, ho, he's fine, and uh, uh, that's it, really. I don't have anything else. Just, yeah. just, you know. Well, I will shout out Fraser for helping us out while Duke is off. Sell out. So thank you for that. I'm also going to shout out uh, our first time speak piper. Yeah. Dave. Dave Dave. Oh, Dave. Dave. Good old Dave. Dave. Good old Dave. Good old Dave. Do you know when you hear him speak, he does not sound like a good old Dave, does he? You know good what I mean? Dave. Good old yeah. Dave. That's how I expect good old Dave to speak. So he thank you, Dave. Very, very nice. He said he he'd slick. He said he'd slick. Someone said he sounded like uh, Greg. Someone said he's no, Greg he's slicker than Greg. Greg. No, he sounded Greg. to me more like um, slicker than Greg. Uh, um, oh, geez, what was Boss Wave guy's name? Seth. 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 Yeah, yeah he did have a sound Seth a little bit. Yeah, yeah he did clean. Sound said he clean. You know, he did. Sounded clean. He could. He uh, could con me any day. And we'll shout out Gary, who has emailed in before, but I think it's quite a long time ago. Oh, was so, it? Oh, come yeah. on. Pick it up, Gary. Come on, so, Gary. Walk a come chance. on, Gary. Get him in a bit more often than every six months, eh? Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what are you laughing at? Um, Little Dobby. The shout out the dog. Yeah, shout out the dog. Dobby. Someone Dobby. said the dog. Uh, Neil said, is that dog from Elden Ring? <laughs> <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> That's mean. Oh, look, I bet Dobby's really cute here. I think he picked a photo that yeah, made his dog a, look ugly. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that dog is very cute. I bet that life. dog knows he's living his best life now oh, yeah, and, and lets them know oh, about it. That dog knows about automated cars. Well, that's about it for the show. We've no outro music, so I'm going to play my no. new track here. Ready? Here we go. Oh, God. Here we go. It's coming. Oh, lovely. Listen to that. You never, oh, you don't get like. Imagine Beautiful. that somebody just released a song and just had an audio oh, of them going, listen to, that, Fraser, listen to that, Fraser, listen to that. I've listened to it. Listen noise to suppression tinkling. is having a field day with it. Yeah. Look at that tinkling noise. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. So this, this is what you were getting excited about coming on to the show for, Fraser. This... this is that beat, though. You know, like... Uh, That's beautiful. Like Matey Boy there got excited about uh, Elden Ring. <laughs> Wow. Oh, Turns out it wasn't quite what I was expecting. Wow. <laughs> I'm just sorry, Fraser, that it didn't live up to the hype. But you, like, unlike Ellery, you can't refund it. Oh, yeah. 
banging, mate. There banging. you go. That's it. That's it. We're done. Oh, <laughs> got any pills? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got some if you want some. <laughs> He's a great snorter, isn't he? When he laughs. Got any yeah. salmon? Lovely. <laughs> well, that's the show. Um, that's it. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> wow.